0: Louis, pops and stuff. Pop yeah, but he right. said,
1: Schmazel. Are, but... We're gonna do it. Way. It was really cute. He did a whole dance, you know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> hey, folks, welcome to another episode Ooh, of please, Opinions That Don't Matter.
1: Please stop doing that introduction. It's not ours. You stole it.
0: Hey, thief, kitty,
1: thief. <laughs> Hello, welcome back. It's Opinions That Don't Matter.
0: Yep, I'm Sean. I'm Katie, and this is the show that is being packed up into a cardboard box as we speak.
1: Thank God, because we've had to move because we had to film some YouTube videos
0: Wait, and what's some that? extra
1: podcasts.
0: What's uh, say that again? Run it back.
1: <laughs> we had to film some YouTube videos.
0: Oh, YouTube! Mm-hmm. That's what the kids are on. The these YouTube's
1: days. actually they're on the TikToks. Gotta keep. I'm going up. back
0: to MySpace. Me mm-hmm. and Tom. Tom sent me an email. He's looking a little <laughs>
1: come back. Oh my God! Oh Rumor my God.
0: has it. Uh, he was not really, there was no, no, Tom. there was
1: no Tom. They gave him, Is it just a funny f- photo of some guy. And...
0: I thought he was like a Mark Zuckerberg. You know?
1: No, I think Tom was a the name they gave to like, let's say Dave over there oh. who was on the ground floor, like one of the first employees, but I'd have to look it up. I don't really know.
0: Right. There was uh, there was Tom from MySpace. There was a Tila tequila. Oh
1: God. Tila tequila. Yeah. There <sighs> was
0: the plain white teas. Hey there, Delilah. And everyone I had their, did their did little custom MySpace uh, code written.
1: I loved that part. I, I was pretty
0: good at it myself. I,
1: I had Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. Oh. I've always loved Pepe Le Pew. And he would like walk across the top and then down the side. He was also in my AIM profile when I, I think my username on AIM was like Katie Bug or something. And Pepe Le Pew, he, would, he was walking and he would like fart hearts. It was very cute because, you know, he's a, he's a skunk. Yeah. But it was hearts. Only love. Oh, a little the-
0: aggressive French love, but nonetheless love. I mean. Okay.
1: He's going to get canceled. Yeah. Is he already canceled?
0: Uh, he probably is canceled.
1: Um, yeah. Canceled. It reminds me of the silly Geico commercial. I think it's Geico where it's like homeowner's insurance. I think. We
0: do like a good Geico commercial. I love commercial. I think commercial. they have the best for like 20 years they've been right remember they did the caveman so yep. easy a caveman could do it yep and then, the then we they-
1: wee, wee, all the way home <laughs> i love that but the the one i'm talking about is when they're like you know and they've played on this a little bit where they say you know our home is great and like we got good insurance and it all worked out and then and maybe it's all state. i'm not sure but anyway and they say you know but we've got ants it's a problem they're like expired expired and then like ding dong it's Aunt Kathy. She's like waiting outside. Oh my God, that kills me. But every time um, when anything is said, like repetitively, I always think expired, expired. Ah. Like you're fired. You could just use it for all sorts of things.
0: I would actually tune into just an all commercial, uh, television channel. Just give me the good commercials throughout the years. We could do like yeah, a like Nick Super at night. Bowl. I don't really care about the Nick at night shows anymore. I've seen them all, but I don't remember all the commercials. So bring them back.
1: Oh my God. There's a girl on TikTok I follow who does Where's the beef.
0: Remember her? Oh yeah.
1: The little old lady. Where's yeah, the beef? She'd
0: slide around the back of the car.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and she opened it up her burger and she was like, where's the beef? Um, anyway, uh, what was I saying? Now I lost my train of thought. I don't know. You know That's who's a genius? what happens when you're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Who's a genius?
0: I'm not a Star Trek fan.
1: Oh, I know what I was going to say oh. with commercials. Yes. Um, you should pull the ones from the Super Bowl. And I was going to say that just the, the good
0: ones, though. I don't like the ones that are. I, I like mean, the funny like ones. Doritos
1: know? had a good one. The bullfrog. The or no, the Budweiser bullfrogs. Yep. Bud. Why? Those are very very the popular. Chameleon. Oh, yeah. Very popular. But what I was saying before was that the girl on TikTok pulls out old magazine adverts and like riffs on them and they're hilarious. She doesn't have to riff on them. She's just reading the language. Mm. It's ridiculous. I'll get I'll I'll have Sean link in the description because I follow her and also her voice is hilarious because she'd be like, well, folks, we got another one. Like, it's just a funny accent. I can't it's like Midwestern. I can't impersonate it properly. But you'll thank me later because old adverts are hilarious
0: excellent yeah should we move on then <laughs> sure uh, <laughs> sure you know who's a genius
1: who's a genius
0: um the guy who created star trek now i'm not a huge star trek fan although oh, no i did that enjoy guy.
1: it who, who's Ge- that guy gene roddenberry na, 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 saw the future na,
0: na. Mm-hmm. and i think the when i look at the show now out of mm-hmm. all the genius concepts you know like uh fly to other planets that's a pretty good one mm-hmm. uh you know don't interfere, whatever the, the prime directive is, uh, don't interfere with new societies or civilizations that you encounter.
1: Never watched it. have no idea what you're talking yeah, about.
0: Don't worry about like, it. It was like fluff. loosely
1: on and Nick probably liked it, but I was like, eh, right. where's Arsenio?
0: Well, so Star Trek had many versions, but yeah. what dawned on me is I think what Gene Roddenberry was really trying to get to like mm-hmm. the essence of his, mm. uh, his show
2: mm-hmm.
0: was the transporter. The transporter device was the genius thing. Cause that's all we want. It, I'm in oh, the future oh,
1: is now. Oh, the doo doo where they yeah. like pixelate away.
0: Yeah, they'd like re they atomize like, you and I then re-atomize it. like glue you back together piece by piece and then
1: I don't think that's exactly And you have a gun
0: in works. your hand and you'd be on a alien planet. All I want is for uh all this shit in this house to like
2: Yeah,
0: I think Gene Roddenberry probably designed Star Trek around mm-hmm. a moving day and he was like, "Man, how what would be the best well, scenario?" Well, I dream
1: a genie did the same thing or Jetsons. Oh yeah. Or what about beam me up Scotty?
0: But well, that's Star oh, Trek. was that Star Trek? Yeah. Yes, I, I have watched some. All roads lead back to Star Trek, folks.
1: But I dream a genie like, yeah. I don't know, was that before Star Trek or not?
0: It's probably the exact same era. Do you remember we ran he's... into him one time? That's the, uh, the gentleman, JR from Dallas. Uh, oh, what's his name? It's going to escape me now because I'm to have to trying look it to up. because, yeah. So, um, Dallas, what? Well, he was on the show, J- Dallas. He was JR Ewing and okay i'll find it oh my brain's got to be faster than google come on sean get with larry it. Get, hagman damn it i was we gonna say we saw him larry at
1: the now that i've seen his photo we saw him at father's office that's
0: right and he was wearing an ascot he was a dapper man he came in for Super a beer Dapper. now and i don't he's still alive i think
1: you were so excited i was, I mean, that was very like, excited what do you think seven years ago
0: no that was like 15 years no when we just started dating you were still living up here so oh i was, was on fifth yeah Oh so we were in this place called Father's Office and uh, I'm looking at my beautiful wife and I'm talking well, about. Oh, I a was great your girlfriend time. at the time. Well yes, but Hey, hey. So I, I was making eye contact with you, you know, and we were chatting and You
1: were sitting off to the side because was hard to get a seat there.
0: My eyes starts wandering. And I thought you maybe were like, Hey, why are you being so distracted? you know? But then I
1: You're I, turning this into a bigger story than it is by yeah. telling this.
0: Who's was Larry Motherfucking Hagman, you know. And Sean
1: was so excited about you were excited first of all that it was him, but second of all, how dapperly dressed he was with his like ascot. An ascot's like the thing off your neck that's like not a tie, but like it's like a scarf. He like was out for a scarf. Sunday
0: beer. He came in,
1: had a beer, and then he left.
0: Mosied up to the, He did. He just moseyed up to the bar, went like this, he and that was not. me like pointing. Sean's being dramatic. The bartender went, aye, ay, captain." I'm
1: pretty sure he walked up and and they said, "What would you like?" Because I don't think they knew who he was. They
0: knew who he was. Everyone knows who he is. You see him. I like,
1: didn't know who he was.
0: You did when I told you.
1: That's because you told me. <laughs> Jesus
0: criminy. Anyways, uh, he was on I Dream of Genie, right? So he's the one. See, I don't know that. He's, you're
1: older than me. He's and part also- of the
0: space program Or he's an astronaut. Is he an astronaut or a, a, a fighter pilot? I think he's a fighter pilot who becomes an astronaut. As he's coming down in his capsule, this is like the opening credits, I believe. I've he, never watched I Dream of He lands in the, than like the ocean, you know, like... Uh, the old Apollo missions would. Mm -hmm. And then for some reason he encounters
2: uh,
0: like a genie lamp or something. And, 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 and the rest is history. That's how the show starts. And then he, he had Barbara. He seems
1: very clear on the details. Barbara
0: Eden. I mean, you can skip all the details, but there was this babe (laughs) in a bikini or not really a bikini, bikini, more like
1: a, a, just a, a like bearing midriff. Like I dream a genie.
0: Pretty racy stuff for uh back in the day and when you're a kid i was like wow Mm -hmm. and she would just
1: kind of looks like aladdin like jasmine in aladdin yeah
0: exactly not a bikini what am i saying
1: yeah she had like the poofy like mc hammer pants
0: yeah that's not very bikini
1: like it was a modest bikini pama time (laughs) it was a modest a modest outfit other than her belly
0: was showing that's all which was racy for the time you know really it's the the 60s i mean for television whoa we were Not that I was watching TV in the 60s. By this time, I was, it was probably like 1980 when I was watching Yeah, it, I was like,
1: I never really watched it because it wasn't on television. The oldest show that was available to me, well, two: MASH and Ooh, Perry Mason. And
0: MASH was good. Perry Mason, not so much.
1: See, I didn't really like MASH that
2: much. I know. I'd always be like, ugh, Nick, change the channel.
0: Oh. Well.
1: Who wants to watch people at war making jokes, smoking cigarettes and It things? was
0: sardonic. It was uh, dark humor. It was. I
1: was uh, a child
0: clinger was i on wanted
1: there. to watch like Colonel Alf, potter i Hawkeye. wanted to watch you know dark queen duck mm. my little pony
0: whatever happened i mean tv shows would you'd have like this ratio of like five percent supernatural and then like 95 percent regular and now it's like 95 percent now we double regular
1: we're yeah more more, more supernatural
0: yeah. you had bewitched i drew mm-hmm. a genie and then everything else was like 60 minutes you know
1: yeah th- times have changed also yep. now we know aliens are real
0: you heard it here first, folks. I don't uh, think it's
1: first, but sure.
0: Yeah. It's weird, right? Aliens. I mean, I follow it pretty closely. I don't know if it's true or not. I won't get into it in this episode. Please but, don't. Um, Let's you know, not. it's pretty, pretty interesting what's going on.
1: I mean, we've always known, haven't we?
0: I don't know. I just don't
1: really care. We're probably really boring.
0: No, nah, they probably just mess around. Fly over, look down. They're wasn't like it, not yet. Wasn't, wasn't it somebody that said they
1: might have built created Earth as like an experiment?
0: I would if I had greater powers i'd go experiment somewhere else greater powers oh <laughs> unfortunately God. i'm trapped in this uh mortar, mortal coil and mm. i don't have uh oh, great the powers peril. oh the peril yeah okay let's oh, should we uh, get into
1: some stories Do we no have no not yet
0: we're we're still talking
1: oh i thought we were done <laughs> and she said
0: <laughs> we're, we're done, done. yeah we, we could get into stories but um yeah. is there anything else that we have to talk about <laughs> uh, nope i guess we can get into stories <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mm. thank you to everyone who's been writing in lately by the way Uh, the comments have been wonderful Uh, I have been trying to keep up but um, because we're moving uh, I've been a little slow to answer some of them but we'll get there Uh, yeah
1: it's just been really crazy and then I feel like I don't know if the universe like knows that things are super busy and that we can't keep up because it's like now, like everybody comes out of the woodworks for things that we've been like talking about for a long time. They're like, Hey, what about that video you want to do? Do you want to collab? Can we do this? I want to do an IG live with you. I'm like, give me a few weeks. I got to settle in. I need like a month. I know. I
0: told you, Tom from MySpace called. He's like, like, Hey buddy.
1: No, hit me up in June. Okay. We have a speak pipe. Just want to kick it off with a speak pipe.
0: That's hot. Let's do it. It's hot. This
1: is from Ellison. And we list, or Ellie, if we want to call her Ellie. I think she said that is fine. I don't know. Let
0: me know. E-Boogie?
1: Let me know if that's not okay.
0: Her new (laughs) new nickname, E-Boogie. But she
1: wrote in last week, we read one of her letters. And now she has sent us a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful voice message. Here we go.
3: Hello, Katie and Sean. This is your resident dad joke teller and Salt Lake City native, Ellison. But I'm currently in very windy Rexburg, Idaho. Mm. So we're having, I think, a windstorm. I mean, it's windy. I just don't know if it's is a windstorm a thing. Who knows? Um, I'm in my apartment room thing. I share an apartment with, it could be five other girls, six total, but it will be four other girls.
2: Holy. What are you doing? And to to?
3: super fun. They probably moved out. Haven't met her, one of them, one of the four. I have met. met and yep. we lived to, we shared an apartment last semester and we just moved to this one mm-hmm, See, it's cool. um but I'm here by myself because it's spring break and my parents my dad and stepmom went to Vegas lucky little, little buds mm-hmm. and yeah they did it safely they're just staying in the hotel room they just needed to get out I- of
1: I feel that. Salt Lake
3: because they've been there for like over a year Um. Yeah, I have an appointment to get my COVID vaccine at the beginning of May. soups excited. Mm -hmm. Um. No, it's not going to make. I know it's not going to make me immune, but it'll help. Yeah, and every little bit helps. I can't think of anything else to say. So, Austin Lovista, baby.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it, Ellison. Thank you. It's so nice to to hear to put a voice with the emails. Yep, I get excited,
0: but no dad jokes.
1: Well, not yet. You know that was, she wasn't prepared. It was just a to say, "How do do? How do do? How Well, I um, hope
0: everything's going well at your campus right now. I think um, a
1: windstorm is a thing.
0: Oh, absolutely, Chicagoites, Chicagoans, Chicagoers—they sure. would say that it's a thing.
1: Chicagans, Sh-
0: Sh- Sh- Chicagans.
1: I don't know is that how I say it. Sh-Kagans? I think so.
0: Yeah, windstorms are definitely a thing. I
1: would assume they're a thing. Yeah. We had uh, a they're wind- called
0: tornadoes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we had a windstorm when I was growing up. And a lot of trees fell on people's homes. Like one of my friends, Kelsey, I talked about her before because she was one of the people driving when I took my drivers in. Anyway, one fell through their roof because we had 75 mile per hour winds. <laughs> that is pretty, pretty fast. It's funny that Ellison talks about living with other girls, like having a ton of people in a place with you.
2: Okay.
1: My friend Lauren, who I'm super excited, she lives in Houston and I'm going to get to see her. So boogie. So, I am so excited to see her and Adam. I just can't even contain myself anyway she (laughs) lived in this apartment with four other girls and that
0: just sounds like chaos
1: yeah I never did that other than like dorm life which is a little different than like apartment life out for school you know like outside of the college campus anyway they had this room of bed because they all wanted to have like they were musician like singing songwriter people because we were all in choir together like most people she lived with like Laura and uh, Amanda other girls anyway and so they decided that the other room in the living room would be for like their stuff but they just put mattresses on the floor and it was legitimately just a room of mattresses. how bohemian I know Lauren's like that sometimes where I'm like ooh would somebody be on my sheets I don't think so I don't like that
0: where all the beds pushed together yep it
1: was just one room of like legitimately room of bed like let's say my mattress was like across the room I'd have to like scurry across the wall and step on someone else's bed to get to
0: my bed it just doesn't sound right <laughs>
1: Maybe we can have her on and she can explain room of bed.
0: I mean, it's okay if it's a bunch of girls, but I, I personally, uh, I couldn't do it.
1: I couldn't either. I bunch don't. Bunch
0: of farting dudes. No <laughs> hey, thanks.
1: Girls fart too. Everybody farts.
0: Everybody I farts. I better far not think about it.
1: <laughs> Everybody farts, Sean. <laughs> um, no, but it was just a funny thing. And I was like, why would you do that? And she's like, just to make the most space. Was just so practical. But like practical to a point where I was like,
0: ew. <laughs> <laughs> all right also
1: they were all messy that was the messiest apartment i'd ever been in
0: yeah um yeah i find men can be pretty messy i mean in college like, there were there were some pretty messy places yeah. but uh nine times out of ten i find girls they they they're like uh the tasmanian devil and there's like mm. stuff everywhere not when it's one girl but when there's multiple women like
1: it hasn't been my experience i have makeup seen that
0: everywhere like tons of makeup piles and- well
1: like my friend ashley's that way she's mm-hmm. like a dirty tasmanian devil but <laughs> I, I, yes some girls are like that i think it's just like dudes yeah. everybody's different
2: everybody's
0: different
1: but i happened to luck out and both like veronica and liz my two roommates through college were both very clean oh okay like we were all very clean i mean sure not everybody's like super clean it's college but like it wasn't disaster you know, there might be like dirty clothes on the floor, but those will be picked up because we're doing laundry in the next couple of days. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Some of my worst roommate experiences. I was just joking about guys and mm-hmm. girls, by the way. But some of my worst roommate experiences with some of the guys that I live with at Joe's place because was mm-hmm. a three bedroom. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I mean, three bedroom.
0: Not really. Kind of. Well, one of them was. That it,
1: office was small.
0: It was. But Gabe was also small. He is Gabe, pretty small. Gabe was a shorter his, man. His and, shoes uh, are
1: smaller than my shoes.
0: Yeah. He, he didn't mind. But so was Angel. Angel was a small dude.
1: I don't think I ever met that guy. There's so many stories about him. Do you yeah. guys ever have that where there's like somebody you've heard so many stories about that? Like you feel like you know them, but you've never actually met them. Yeah. Angel's one of those people. Yeah. But anyway, so. Both
0: guys, smaller guys, hearts of a lion made him bigger. Kind of like Napoleons, you mm-hmm. know?
1: Uh, I don't think uh, Gabe is dirty. Is he?
0: No. Gabe was super uh, he tidy. He seems super neat. Fastidious. Yeah. Fastidious, I think would be the right word. Everything I was like know. neatly arranged. Mm-hmm. His khakis would be pressed. It was like a rap video.
1: <laughs> no, but he he was friends I mean, with my I... roommate when I moved down to Orange County. Nicole, they yeah. were like best buds. I always thought one of them wanted to bang eat one of the other. I wasn't sure. I thought somebody had romantic interest in the other, but nothing ever happened as far as I know. But anyway, he would come over and he was always super clean, like did his dishes, super respectful, put his shoes right by the door. And, yeah. you know, he was never like a slob or whatever.
0: Hmm. Well, there you go.
1: So you just don't know. Different people. Have you ever had a horrific or amazing roommate story? Do tell at otdmpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Roommate stories are fun. Because, for instance, like Veronica and I, we, it was my first ever roommate. And it's funny. I remember meeting her at Gladstones down on PCH in Santa Monica. Well, actually, on the way to Malibu. Actually, don't know. I think it'd be Santa Monica, technically. But anyway, we met there for dinner to meet before we moved in. And I love coconut shrimp. Okay. I love myself so love there the you nice are shrimp.
0: assessing this situation
1: and I'm so nervous I came and eat oh I did I ate like one shrimp. and You're I was like, like I took it home
0: why were you nervous
1: because I had to meet somebody I was gonna live with I don't know It was just a lot it was Always a done
0: deal this was the person well, yeah
1: you don't get to pick
0: were you setting some ground rules
1: no we just wanted to meet her dad wanted to meet me my mom wanted to meet her it was my mom my aunt Dina Veronica and her dad Joe wow. and like me
0: a meeting of the uh, two families
1: But it was really, he was lovely. She was lovely. We'd already talked over AIM and on the phone before because you get your assignment. So the thing that's kind of interesting about roommates in college is you, there are a few things you get to check. Like, are you clean? Which everybody's going to say they're clean. Nobody wants to be paired with a slob, but they're like, they have like, at least a dime like five radio buttons. Like, are you very clean, very messy or somewhere in between blah, blah, blah. Are you a night owl or early morning person? Um, and then like your majors, you got to write in what those were. I think they tried to pair people like similarly, I guess. I don't know. And then you wait for like months and then you're emailed the name of your person with, at the time it was just, you could chat through the, Pepperdine system? You got their Pepperdine email or something?
0: Technology back in the day was so clunky. Not mm-hmm. that it's great now. It's but it's definitely a lot smoother. Well, right? I couldn't
1: like look her up. I guess I I don't know if MySpace even existed. This been now like,
0: you could like Google somebody. You're yeah, like, you could,
1: like find out all sorts of shit. This was like 2002, mm. so a Facebook came out that year. I remember when I was in school and we and it was only for people in college. And we were like, wow. Invented
0: by an Italian dude.
1: No. <laughs> Anyway, that was how the roommates were you just get their name and then okay. you get a way to contact them and then you just gotta go from there. That's cool. Yeah. It was interesting. But we got along great. It it was I was so nervous and then
0: So you had one coconut shrimp at yeah. the meeting.
1: And then I ate the rest later once I calmed down. Okay. Went back to the hotel. My mom's like, What's wrong with you? And I was like, I'm nervous.
0: Because um, you're not quite an adult, but you know you're leaving the house to go. Yeah, live you're kind of else. an ad.
1: You're like a pseudo adult.
0: Like you tell everyone, I'm tough. I'm I'm all grown up. But then you're like, I'd like to go back to my bedroom. Yeah, I think I was
1: like, I was definitely ready to move out and like be in a pseudo adult. I wasn't ready to be an adult. Like even when I graduated school and looking for an apartment, I remember that process. Before yeah. I went to grad school, I was like, Ugh. like it was so overwhelming. And you have to have like first and last month's rent, and who has money like that when you're like 20? 21 um so that was all but my mom you know my parents so i was really lucky that they were always helpful but i remember when i was like cut off it was like i don't know if it was before grad school or after grad school
0: come back home all your stuff's thrown out of your bedroom it's been toned, turned into like a I took most of my stuff oh, okay
1: I only had a few things there that my mom had had. And what I think,
0: happened to my bedroom? Why, why is it a painting room now?
1: What, what, what are you doing painting in mm-hmm. here? You Hobbies remember, and such you or saw such. my bedroom. It was still like exactly as I left it. Yeah,
0: I find that odd when, <laughs> not yours situation, mm-hmm. but when you like see in a movie. Oh, yeah. And they're like, the bedroom hasn't changed for 20 years. The parents still keep the kids bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you, let go of the past, you know? Timmy's not coming back to play baseball in Little League anymore.
1: I mean, maybe. I think sometimes for my mom, at least, I guess it is just, I was, when I met you, I was 24. So yeah, I guess it could have been totally, but my mom was also leaving. My dad was super sick. He had just oh, no, died. I, I wasn't
0: saying. About no, but US I was part. it
1: was because it was exactly like, not exactly like I left it, but it was still like my bedroom. It looked exactly the same. My mom had just like gotten a new comforter. Yeah. Right. You know, I think even the same pictures were on the walls.
0: It's like, a sh- but Sorry. I think some kids, their parents keep a shrine of the kid. Or in a certain it, Yeah. Age. They do
1: that when children pass away too. They like Ooh, don't. Like, yeah. Yeah. That- yeah.
0: Oh, Stand by Me, the movie.
1: I haven't seen that in years. Oh,
0: it's so good, so good. But the the kid, Geordie mm-hmm. uh, LaForge, in the movie. Guys, it's, is- it's not Jordy LaForge, sorry. Uh, but the kid who plays him, mm-hmm. um, he his older brother is killed in Vietnam, and so the parents keep uh, you know like an eighteen year old or nineteen. Yeah, and they like keep that. the bedroom. They keep the bedroom, and it's so weird. I think I'm getting the story right, but. And it was like this ghost that hung out over his head and his parents were numb from it. There's Mm -hmm. a scene. If you haven't seen the movie stand by Mm -hmm. me, it's really like Stephen King is one of the best authors I've ever read. I, I don't know if he's, uh, amazing or if it just speaks to me but i yeah, think i tried to read
1: one of his and i was not into it but i think it might have been like a uh, topic based
0: based on the sheer numbers of how many books he's sold uh, yeah, i don't think it's all long. hype no yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but but it's not always about like the horror although he has the ability to craft a Which real kind of visceral crazy to me yeah but he has this ability to to almost tap into like a norman rockwell painting america mm-hmm. you know of a certain era mm-hmm. and uh typically a lot of it takes place in maine in small towns wasn't uh, that where
1: he <clears> lived or he had like a cabin yeah. he would go No, he's his... from
0: uh, uh bangor maine or outside of bangor maine hmm. i believe isn't um, that the
1: capital of maine no that's not the capital of maine we have this conversation all the time and you always say that and then we both go no and then aurora I look up.
0: augusta augusta I maine
1: i'm to have to look it up yeah again so
0: uh, anyways, but he has this ability to really tap into and paint a scene that you just you... Augusta. Good job, baby. Woo! Hey, at hey. That. check out the big brain on Sean. Beat Google. Mm-hmm. Google one. Sean one. In this podcast, if you're keeping track, <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's yeah. like um, guys building the railroad
2: mm-hmm.
0: versus uh, a machine putting down track. You yeah, know, it's like true.
1: It's So much faster with the machine.
0: Yeah, but you know,
1: man versus machine. It's like when Dwight is man versus machine. It's like seventy-five reins for the homeless shelter.
0: Google may be able to do things analytically, but I can do things creatively, and therefore, I win. Until they become creative,
1: I don't know if computers actually have that ability. That—that's yeah, a very
0: they could fake it though.
1: esoteric.
0: What happens when they do get that ability?
1: I don't know. And then they I'm decide
0: not, I'm obsolete. I
1: don't. Really I mean, worry. I'm pretty
0: close to being obsolete already. I don't really worry
1: about that. I don't have time to worry about that. Right. I'm going to move on to something different. And now for something completely different. Yeah. Um, but anyways, you back to... You
0: oh, Stephen what King saying? just had this yeah. ability. And there's that one scene in Stand By Me yeah. where he he goes to... Like they decide they're going to go on a, an adventure over the weekend or whatever. They're going to walk to And it the, turns into... Yeah. But he goes home and he's got to find some stuff that he's going to take on his little adventurous walk with his buddies. And he he asks his dad for something. His dad is spaced out doing yard work mm. and his mom, the same thing. They're just not the same. And the narrator is explaining what happened sort mm. of. And, and then he goes up and I think he goes into his brother's room, you know, but it's like just the still air and the way yeah, the light nobody is Nobody opens through. it
1: nobody does anything.
0: It's a beautiful scene.
1: There's another um, book I read called a little fires everywhere okay. by Chris. I think it's Christine. Ing. I'm not sure if it's Christine or Christina. Anyway, I think it's Christine though, but um amazing and they talk about that too so there's i don't want to give anything away but one of the characters you don't really understand why they are the way that they are and then you learn that they had that happen in their family and they just left cuz they were mm-hmm. like like fuck my life like my parents are zombies they're not the same they're like focused on the loss of this you know
0: i think child wh- one of the worst things that an adult or a parent can do mm-hmm. it's you know there's a natural uh, order of how people pass away right so it should be the, the older generation yeah. passed away, but if you have to bury a child,
1: oh, it's devastating. My grand, my grandma and papa talk. I mean,
0: it, you know, and my it,
1: grandma said papa never recovered after my dad died.
0: Yeah, and and especially when there's tragedy involved, it, mm-hmm. illness is also terrible. That's a tragedy. There's no good
1: way, but like especially um, when young tragedy, yeah, like a car crash or they go off to war, things like that. It's like it ra- like rocks a family let's move on to something different. This is super fucking depressing. I'm going to get into Molly's letter. I did I not I, come here to be fucking depressed. But I,
0: I can have these conversations. I, I think somewhere maybe you inside. you need to me, have a
1: podcast called depression.
0: Maybe I'm Russian. That's what we'll call it. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. think about dark, deep things and uh, ponder mm. <laughs> my, my belly button. I don't know. I don't Anyways. know.
1: You can write that in your journal. Yeah. Okay. This
0: is from Molly. Sorry guys. If I'm who <laughs>
1: Debbie Downer. Yeah. Okay. This is from Molly. It says, hello, Katie, Sean, and the OTDM family. Hey, what's up, Molly? Howdy do. First of all, I hope Aaron and her mom are doing well. Me too, because remember they had the surgery, but yeah. then other stuff going on. I know surgeries, especially those that have been prolonged are especially stressful. I'm sending positive thoughts your way. I had surgery in January of this year. It was a roller skating injury, so self-inflicted. Definitely not as serious as Aaron's mother. But anything medical is terrifying right now. It is because, first of all, it's always terrifying and a little scary. Even when I had to get my endoscopy thing, I hated it. Oh, it's not
0: that bad. Turn that frown upside down, Katie. Come on. Oh, Jesus Christ. I've been banned from going to the gym spiral. No,
1: but remember the endoscopy, you came with me and I was like all loopy, and and I didn't want to do it and scary.
0: I'm the asshole who takes the camera when you're coming out of anesthesia because the operation or not operation, but the procedure, the procedure, thank you, goes really well. And so then you're, you're, you're foggy and you're, you're coming to you're like, hmm, uh, can I have some orange and the butterflies and i've got the camera out and hey, i'm Sean. filming you i'm like hey baby how's it going you're like
2: what is it? <laughs> yeah, talking nonsense you
1: can do that to me every night i talk in my sleep but, I know, but it's- um, matt has done that to uh not alexa sorry different man different uh rebecca because she's had to have surgeries and stuff
0: and i think it's funny as shit it's when someone's funny coming out but of- i
1: feel i it's almost like it feels like they're too vulnerable and part of me is like oh i shouldn't be watching this it doesn't feel good but it's funny because like, i know rebecca <laughs> And I know Matt and she's coming out of anesthesia and he's like, how you doing, honey, or whatever. She's like, I'm hungry. I'm so hungry, which is told Rebecca. And she goes, I want a grilled cheese with tomato. And then she goes back to sleep <laughs> and then he shows later her in the car, grilled cheese and tomato and French fries.
0: He uh, is a doting husband and mm-hmm. does a great job at at providing for all her needs. It's really amazing to see. He's uh, an amazing host. That's um, too
1: like as a. Person that like he makes dinner. Yeah, I don't have to like
0: a gracious host.
1: Yeah, like can we move in with them? Because I know.
0: (laughs) I know I'm older than you, but will you adopt me? I know, know please,
1: pretty please. Um, yeah, because he he totally like reads. This is gonna rhyme, and I don't mean it to, but reads the needs of people and like caters. That's like part of his character, like how he is or who he is.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering. Worked in the hospitality industry for many years, and I wonder if that's part of it.
1: Yeah, because he'll be like, "Oh, did you want?" Uh, you want something to eat and i'm like sure but i no no okay what do you want like it's so he's so kind and so caring and so such a caretaker especially to rebecca more than us but he's a great host
0: like yeah i felt a little neglected last time i was like why are you paying so much attention to that lady
1: (laughs) his wife oh my god you cracked me up okay so let's get back into molly's letter
0: okay hi molly
1: um okay had surgery in january yeah and it's um terrifying to have surgery now because you no one can go with you like you came to my endoscopy thing and like you could be there and now you're like all alone like when my mom had to have surgery she was like larry can't come with me it sucks okay as for me i'm back to normal activity and Aaron, i hope you and your mom can put all of this behind you very soon and the reason you keep me around a katie story her sister ah uh, yes So I won't share the bike story I was planning because, funny enough, one of the Katie bicycle stories is almost identical to the not knowing where the brakes are story that we heard last week from Christoph.
0: You got to have the woe before the go. That's that's a rule with bicycles.
1: Mm. After telling you that I had A, one bicycle story, I realized I had multiple. I mean, why wouldn't I? Do you think Katie would have only done one thing on a bike that is story worthy? Not in a million years. Katie liked to solve problems in her own way. The most simple solution was never the one that made the most sense to her. She liked adventure. Mm. Katie needed to make a trip to the grocery store for one single item. Her car wouldn't start. And in case I haven't already mentioned, the tiny town she lived in was not home to Uber nor Lyft. That's like where I grew up. They have like one Lyft driver you'll see like miles away, like a little pink dot like going. And they're like pickup time. Fifty seven <laughs> <Three> minutes. Three days. <laughs> he's, uh, Steve he's two
0: is, states Steve's away.
1: busy. He's over in the other county, but he'll come back when he can.
0: I mean, if this was the uh, 1700s, I'd be down with it. Like, you're like Uber wow, with someone ships. someone can come get me? You're like, yeah. the ship will be there in three days. Two months. Like, All right. Well, that's Sign cool. me up. It's almost click. like hiring a moving company today. <laughs> is. Hard. We'll be there in 15 days, maybe. If not, wait around. We'll show up no, at some point. Ours
1: is like the day at 8 a.m. I'm just teasing. Okay. The grocery store was less than one mile away. Her son's bike was right there. I could only imagine that in her mind, she was saying, come on, you'll love it. That's what she used to say to her all the time. She barely made it a quarter mile, flipped over the handlebars and broke her collarbone.
0: How did she flip over the handlebars?
1: I don't know. This required several surgeries. It never really healed. I don't know what lesson is there is to be learned. Stay off of children's bikes? Question mark. Maybe. If you don't have an ingredient cook something else
0: you know what i bet it was possibly was uh because a kid's bike
2: mm-hmm. that
0: little wheel it's fine if you're going straight but if you turn it sideways it becomes a complete obstacle or not like a large tire a larger or radius you know what i yeah. mean like i bet you it just dug in and whoop, over the handlebars you go well, it'd
1: be easy because if you aren't sitting back like if you're on a smaller bike i would recommend sitting on the seat yeah because you have to balance your weight because you are i always so recommend sitting much. on the
0: seat that's where you're supposed to sit
1: i like if you have to really you like pump, the handlebars, if you have to pump it, you got to stand
0: up. Oh, I see where you're going. With this,
1: yeah, okay. so you yeah. stand up on your bike, you're still pedaling, but your butt is not touching the seat. But if you're on a smaller bike, if you sit back, or if you think if you're going too steeply downhill, you have to put your ass like out back towards the back tire to like balance.
0: But a your... kid's bike is so short, Katie. but that's what I'm saying. Where she has to go? at least sit, yeah,
1: because the balance, your center so she of gravity might have been down up low because it's so much smaller, it felt more comfortable to like stand up on the bike.
0: We have a lot of and questions. Then
1: over the handlebars you go. She says, so, you know, I don't know what lesson there is to be learned. Stay off of children's bikes, maybe. If you don't have an ingredient, cook something else, possibly. Shit happens, definitely. I ask myself all the time, what would Katie do? And I typically do the opposite. That's fair. I've included <laughs> my very favorite picture of Katie. I, if I had to sum up her personality and spirit in one photo, this would be it. Have a wonderful week. Thank you both again for being you. Much love, Molly. Oh, that's uh, cute. That's cute, cute, cute. Is that ice? It looks like frosting. Frosty? Yeah, I'd assume it's frosting. Oh, look at her tattoo. What a cool tattoo. Ho, oh, ho, 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 ho. Good ink. Yeah. Okay, cool. Tattoos. Mm. Thank you for another Katie story, Molly. We love you very much. Okay. Next letter. Are we yeah, ready? Yeah, sure. Okay. This is, subject line reads, accidents, board games, and the timing of being
2: born.
0: This is ex, uh, ex, exceptional writing.
1: As a staff writer,
0: <clears> okay.
1: <throat> <clears throat> any guesses?
0: No, I don't want to. I don't okay. want to put ascribe the uh, the Christoph. words. Ah, okay, excellent writing, Christoph.
1: <laughs> it Says howdy, Katie and Sean. Dear audience and fellow staff writers everywhere in the known and unknown universe. Let's
2: do. <laughs>
0: Can you imagine, Katie? Mm-hmm. Not to interrupt you, Christoph, but I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, if many moons from now. Mm-hmm. The planet is no longer here because you know it's a long time. But the, this is out in the radio it's like Agents waves. Agents of Shield. Yeah, like we're um, millennia with you the know. blue
1: people. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: but for some reason, OTDM survives, <gasps> and it's in radio wave form or something, and it's out there the in space. Poor and people,
1: then they can't shut some, it off.
0: <laughs> I know some some alien gets are like, "What is this shit?"
1: <laughs> you know? No, they're like. <laughs> I want to be a staff writer. (laughs) I like how they sound like chickens and also. (laughs)
0: Can you imagine if like this race from outer space is just chickens? They're like, and they they came here and they were running their science experiment. by.
1: Have you ever seen, wasn't there like a video where like (laughs) if there was like a pretend, someone made like a planet that was run by cats or something. Have you seen that? Uh, It was a movie or something where it was all run by cats.
0: Oh. I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Maybe it though. was
1: a fever dream I had. Okay. Let's get into Christoph's letter. He says, yep. so you wanted to hear about my second big bike accident that I, I had when I was 12. We very much do. It is until this day, nothing I can laugh about. And I still carry a big scar on my leg from it. <gasps> I am so sorry to make you Those, relive I this. think
0: scars are bragging rights. So We
1: had a whole thing. I remember at summer camp, we, they did. So I went to this one like summer camp with my cousin, Amanda. And one of the things- Was that it they, Bible camp? It wasn't Bible camp, but it was like faith based. So, like, you pray before you eat. I, essentially. I,
0: essentially, I got suckered into a Bible yeah, camp. Yeah, you went
1: to like a Bible camp. Yours sounded very intense. Ours was like, you get to ride horses and learn how to swim an obstacle course and, and then you pray before dinner.
0: Yeah, mine was and basically go and get bullied and then read the Bible. Oh, it was pretty, <laughs> pretty terrible. intense. Yeah, okay. mine,
1: so, but mine was like upstate Washington. I don't know. Sounds
0: delightful. Mine was in, uh, the foothills of, <clears throat> of British Columbia.
1: It was, oh, beautiful.
0: Yeah. I, I thought it was a lovely Probably setting not. until the bullying kicked in.
1: Mm-hmm. Everybody used to go up into northern Washington for like soccer camps, summer camps, all sorts of stuff. It was always like northern Washington. I don't really know why. Maybe just like more land.
0: Yeah. It's like going upstate New York. But for this like was a- on
1: like a lake and it was beautiful. And I got to, I have vague memories. And the funny thing is, is I was so young. I think I was probably like, let's say 11 or 10 or something.
0: I would do anything to go to summer camp now as a 46 year old man. I mean, I think that's camps New Yorkers would do, right? Just like Abe. In, um,
1: yeah, we want to go to wherever they went Marvel's the Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, they
0: would go upstate New York. You'd go for the the summer. You'd summer at the camp with Abe.
1: I like the, the mathematical equation of how much stuff could fit in that little
0: It's such a good st- show. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll Anyways, stop interrupting. I'm sorry, Christoph. Let's,
1: let's get back to back it. To also
0: Christoph.
1: summer camps. Let's make that
0: happen. An Austrian summer camp.
1: Okay. So he still it's he's It's nothing he can laugh about. He still carries a big scar on his leg from it. It happened on a sunny afternoon. My dad asked me to go for a ride with him through the Vienna woods, the easternmost outskirts of the Alps, but no real mountains. While we were going up the last hill, my dad promised me some ice cream at the restaurant at the top. Ooh, so I was somewhat motivated. Totally get it. That's how I feel when we go snowboarding in Mammoth. I'm like, well, I want to make it all the way up because I want to go down to that place that has the chili and the hot cocoa.
0: Mm. The Mills Cafe. Mills
1: Cafe. No, mm-mm. the one on top where you only can sit outside. The outpost. Outpost. Yes, mm. correct. Love that one. Okay. Um. Okay, so I was uh, somewhat motivated, but unfortunately, only a few hundred feet before we arrived, an oncoming car passed another car and hit me off the bike. Oh ah, shit! Jesus Christ! What's with all this people hitting people
0: on bikes? It's dangerous being a cyclist. It's I hard know, up it. In really scares me.
1: It's hard up in these streets. I agree.
0: Um, That really sucks. Uh, I hope. Okay, so go on. (laughs) He had a (laughs) huge
1: open wound on my left leg, but in hindsight, I was lucky. A few few inches and he might have killed me. The lucky thing was that it was a sunny afternoon in May and there were a lot of people having a picnic on the meadow nearby and heard the accident. So an ambulance was called and they really helped calm down my dad who was in a deep shock. I'm sure. I mean, you're his child. He's like overwhelmed i can't even imagine and shock is interesting because when your system's that overwhelmed you like can't form memories and that's why uh like not just first responders but like eyewitnesses their statements are all over the place like if you and i witnessed a tragic event um you know the police always ask us. let's say it was like something illegal and they're like was what was car was the person driving you'd be like it's a black sedan i'm like it's a blue van like people are all over the place with it because they just don't know
0: the stopwatch gang, which was uh, out of Ottawa, Ontario, they came down to the oh, United the States Stop and used Watch to gang. rob people. Uh, oh, really? Point blank oh, is kind of loosely based joking, on what they sorry.
1: Stopwatch gang sounds so
0: silly. But what they used to do, they pioneered this technique. I'll make this real quick because it's nothing relevant to this. But whenever there was a, a bank robbery that they'd pull off, they mm-hmm. would have a getaway vehicle. But the getaway vehicle, they'd always apply like a big stripe down the side of the car or put something weird. Yeah. So when there's trauma, okay. uh, a bank robbery eyewitnesses, guns, whatever. Mm-hmm. People would remember the car had what kind of car was it? I don't know. It had a big white stripe down the side. Mm-hmm. As soon as they're around the corner, they'd pull that off or whatever the mm-hmm. the, the 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 distraction was. Yes. Yeah. Nefarious.
1: I've seen because I watch a lot of crime if you haven't picked that up already. That there's a lot of uh, criminals who will like paint let's say a van or a car or a truck or whatever with like a water soluble paint. Oh. so they paint it like black.
0: And they spray it and off. then they
1: hose it off and i saw what was it tricky i was watching i forget which it was a tv show and i can't remember it wasn't oh it was the it crowd it was a joke remember when they happened to accidentally be in that bank robbery and then they (laughs) drove the car into that um they had (laughs) they had that that trailer that they drove the little mini into yeah and they had to sit there with them for like an hour and they regretted their decision yeah and then they told their friend because they didn't know And then their friend showed up with all the money and it was all sorts of crazy. Okay. Oh, the IT crowd. Roy. Okay, let's go into this. So an ambulance was called and that really helped calm down my dad who was in a deep shock. I went to the hospital, got stitched up again and had my leg in a cast for the next two weeks or so. I then learned that the driver was a young man who had only recently gotten his license, his driver's license and just lacked the experience to estimate safe speed, distance, etc. Later, I was awarded by the court a nice financial oh compensation for my suffering but i had to wait until i was 18 to be allowed to spend the money
0: that's interesting which i probably how, was a wise decision how that works in other countries i don't think places are that litigious uh, as, as the United States. States. God, people sue you for everything. I know. You sneeze on somebody these days. Well, these well, days. Well, now it's COVID. So yeah. they're
1: like, you gave me COVID.
0: Right. You fucking piece but of garbage. You know what I mean? Like, you could you could bump <laughs> yes. into somebody and get sued here. Yeah. Uh, true. In other Fair. countries, I know Canada, Gramp, it wasn't very litigious. I'm curious about Austria, Christoph. Uh,
1: I still don't think other countries are that
0: litigious because. Well, it sounds like it was a mistake. The kid didn't really have the ability. He I was wonder harmed. if the insurance company then pays out. out. But I also like the fact that it was held in escrow or whatever the austrian version of escrow. escrow is uh a, a, a trust yeah Anyways. it was held until
1: mm-hmm. it was 18th birthday mm-hmm. yeah like a trust
0: yeah i think that's good so what'd you do with the money
1: yeah what, did you buy what? another bicycle <laughs> hold on
0: let's let's see
1: <laughs> let's see if we know a
0: guitar buddy i know i i hear you
1: Okay, which probably was a wise decision. I would have spent it pretty fast anyway. So I spent it a few years later in a matter of a few weeks. I actually, I bought a wonderful stereo for myself as I was an avid collector of records at that time. Still have it and still love it. Nice. Hey, but that's the cool thing. You didn't need the money, but the money helped you, you know, either, honestly, I guess it's it's Europe, so it's not like you have medical bills because we might in the States have your, your deductible to meet.
0: In the uh, every country um going to see a doctor does cost something you know costs know. you time
1: true and that- in, in the pain and suffering of the time and like i mean he was a kid so it's not like there's wages lost, but as an adult, there are. Mm-hmm. And then if you have pain moving forward and issues that you have to deal with, then it gets hard. Although...
0: I'd love to know what the medical system is in, in the country of, you know, wherever you're from, like if it's, yeah. if it's good, if it... And when I say wherever you're from, I know you're from Austria, Christoph, but, you know, anyone who's listening, like, do you have good coverage? What happens when you get into an accident like this? Is it like, oh, you're on your own?
2: You yeah. Know, I, know, I don't some, know.
0: Some countries are like that, right?
1: Well, I I don't know... We'd have to ask Alex, our friend in, in France, or some of you who are in France, I don't know anything about the French system, but I do know from our viewers, and over years of being online mm-hmm. is that the that Canada, I also know that from your family Canada, the u k and Australia, for the most part pretty much sucks. It
0: there depends on what some, it is. you know Well
1: basic care is How pretty dare decent you? you don't you don't even feel that way you hate it as much as I do um the basic care is usually okay, but if you live rurally, you're fucked. Like, you have to wait forever. Like, your dad had to wait forever to get seen. And now yeah. it's like, you don't have a doctor. And he's like, well, fuck, what do I do? I want to punch him in the throat. My dad jerks. No, the stupid fake people. <laughs> like, are t-
0: <laughs> why? You can't see a doctor. Why would you do that to him?
1: <laughs> I love your dad. No, like, they... The fact that he's paid into a system and then yeah. he can't have access kind of fucking pisses me off. It's it, I mean, our system's fucked also.
0: I think when a government runs anything, it's it's a little bit of a failure. Oh not my all the God. time.
1: I wanna go down a rabbit hole real quick. I talked about it on my Insta stories.
0: Doom spiral, Katie. Why yes. don't you uh, it's not
1: really Doom Spiral, it's like I want to vent and I'm using you as my journal right now.
0: Katie, what grinds your gears?
1: The USPS.
0: <gasps> Why?
1: because they can't ship or find fucking anything
0: you have one job to do one
1: job your only job is to to receive and send packages or letters or m- fucking mail and we i will never use them again and i will i don't even know if i'm up for doing more pillow covers so if you guys don't know i have sold 2 we're,
0: we're entrepreneurs right like yeah, we so were always what? trying something different
1: and my mom's friend, now our good friend, Denise, does reupholstery work and makes pillows, blankets, curtains, all sorts of shit. And we were like, hey, maybe Denise would like to make these pillows that Shane had given us the great idea for. Wouldn't take any credit. Didn't want half of the proceeds, which I guess is good for us because there's no proceeds. Um, but anyway...
0: So we, we, we had some custom-made...
1: The anxiety pillows where you put your hand in the little pouch and you chest. Which pull I use mine. I,
0: I love it. I like it. We, have, we have
1: three now. Apparently,
0: we have people love them because the first batch sold out. The second batch was cruising along. However,
1: we have this problem where Denise will print out the label that's already paid for. We got everything all set up for the second go-round.
0: Wait, before mm-hmm. that. In the first batch, oh yeah. we, COVID, we and... shipped them and we were told that due to the election cycle and the the and volume COVID. of mail and covid there would be delays totally there was understand no, that i'm fine there's no that.
1: two day cuz we did everything priority mail so there's no two or three day priority option they were like it might take 5 or 6 and i was like that's fine we'll let people know 5 or know. 6
0: years not 5 or 6 days people uh,
1: somebody somewhere is sitting on a bunch of mail that never made it i anywhere. saw
0: a postman drive by and he had one of our pillows and i was like
1: wait you did not but <laughs> i'm pissed off because First of all, it stresses me out and then I feel bad. Second of all, Denise is working her ass to like make them, fold them nicely, put them in the ribbon, give the little card, package them in our packaging. She prints out the the label. We have like a fucking real label we printer. We built a
0: little business out of it, you know, and it was I mean, cool. We were experimenting. We thought it was a great idea. Mm-hmm. However.
1: They don't get there. And then they're, so she's dropping them. So, okay. I'm going to finish this up here real sure, quick. Sure. So she used to have this, her mailman pick them up because you can schedule a pickup. So especially when it's priority mail, they like encourage you to schedule a pickup. So with the first batch, she used to schedule a pickup, but she found by checking the tracking that it was taking like two or three days to get received. And she was like, well, fuck that. I'm going to take them in twice a week to the actual post office, which is what she's been doing for the second round. Right. Meanwhile, they aren't scanning them in. And then we're getting notifications that like, oh, this postage has been refunded because it has, it's not trackable for more than 30 days.
0: But we've paid for the postage.
1: And we've sent where them. Where
0: is it? So it's been dropped off the post office.
1: Mm-hmm. And so Denise went down because Denise can get feisty. It's why I love her. She went down to the post office. She was like, listen, where the fuck are these tracking She numbers? showed up
0: wearing her, uh, her gi from karate. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Where are the packages? And so she went down there. And some lady's like, oh, well, here's a pile of things that are, like, difficult for us. And Denise's like, what do you mean difficult? And she's like, oh, tricky to process. And Denise's like, what what does that mean? She's like, oh, well, our scanner isn't always scanning zip codes properly.
0: So we throw them over in that pile.
1: So Denise digs through that pile and finds four of our fucking pillows sitting in there. And Denise is like, what's wrong with this? This needs to go out. Like, it's already prepaid. So they scan them, those ones go out, and Denise is like, Do I have to show up every week and like fucking check that they don't land in that pile?
0: Yeah, we just had another batch. Or anyway, back. I'm
1: very frustrated. And there's like five out there that I don't know if they'll make it, and I don't know what's happened. And I'm frustrated, and I'm sorry if you're one of those people waiting, but we will never use the USPS again. <sighs> okay, well,
0: I'm out of the pit. Individual postal workers, I have no problem with. I think it's just as no, an organization the found- and the and way they should have been structured. using their
1: money to like update their technologies or some shit. Yeah. Like, I swear to God, like fucking FedEx or UPS or Amazon will be like, it's going to be delivered by a guy named Mike. He's rounding the corner. He'll be there in three minutes.
0: Which uh, this is the worst commercial for our product, by the way. (laughs) But uh, what we decided to do is we've uh, we've yanked our account from the USPS. No more. FedEx, I wish them all the best. I hope that everyone who works there has a job in five years. I highly doubt it unless they infuse a bunch of capital in there, which they'll probably squander because it's federal waste. However... Mm -hmm. We are now using UPS. Uh, FedEx and DHL. Will, yeah, things will be delivered on time. You have my promise. Yes. Around the world, your pillows will get there. It just won't be delivered by the Pony Express.
1: Yes. But if you are uh, someone who is purchasing from out of country, you have to email assistant at com because, because we shut off the USPS the way that Shippo works, which is how everything is like tracked and you guys get your notifications, they won't allow you to purchase things out of country which is very weird also it's like a pyramid scheme or something <clears throat> Anyways. Okay, let's back to his letter i'm sorry christoph i just got <laughs> it's been christoph
0: sitting there with bated breath he's like come on guys back to my story never, what, hello what you, why but, do you go on these tangents but Sean? it's been
1: pissing me off for like two solid weeks and yeah. we're trying to pack and i just want to like reach through the screen and like i don't know strangle someone i'm so frustrated and people are asking where their pillows are and i don't know what to tell them I don't, Shauna.
0: Well, know. the good news is that like 85% of the orders made it, which is you great.
1: 85, yeah, maybe 70, 85. Hmm.
0: Yeah. But Jules I'm, is
1: on it too. Jules is my assistant and she is wonderful. We love you, Jules. And she answers all of your emails.
0: Here's our promise. Me. Jules will deliver them by hand to your house. It doesn't <laughs> no. matter where in the world you are.
1: Retraction. Retraction. There's okay. enough profit to on every pillowcase <laughs> no pr- that she oh can my. fly
0: there and hand deliver. It's it. like
1: we were making like $4 and now it's like, and we've lost $12. Okay. Right. Back to Christoph's letter and our upstairs neighbor is dancing, which is awesome. But also later, when I was driving myself, I learned. Are you done? Are you trying to capture the the amazing We've just had it with this apartment? You guys feel me? Okay. But also later, back to Christoph. Oh yeah. Kristoff, you... okay. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hey, <laughs> when buddy. I was driving myself, I learned that a few seconds of not paying attention can have hefty consequences. Again, I learned that as well when you like when you're first driving, I had a little fender bender hit a girl I went to high school with. She's cool. We just gave. I think we just paid for the repairs and didn't go through insurance. Again, it was a sunny early summer evening when I was driving my car across one of the bridges across the Danube River. I admit the view of the city was great and Danube. I was enjoying it. Danube? Danube. 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 The Danube. They know what I mean. Damn you. The The Danube. The Danube. I think I said the Danube, didn't I? Danube? Yeah, it works. Danube. Potato, potato. Whatever I said, people know what I meant. Um, I mispronounce everything. I admit the view of the city was great and I was enjoying it, not paying attention, and suddenly realized that the cars in front of me had stopped. As I was driving an old, beat-up Renault 5 at the time, it was pretty clear that the brakes would not make it, so I crashed into the last car of the column. He had some pretty bad damage, but my car was totaled. But as I say, the main thing was that no one got hurt. A car can be repaired or, as in my case, replaced. And it might be harsh, but when you don't pay attention, your insurance goes up. Had to be towed home. Not one of my finest moments in my driving career. Had some minor accidents later on, but nothing that bad. It happens to all of us. I had that little fender bender. I was, um, I don't know if you remember your first crash. Oh, I want your stories of your first car crash because everybody's had one. Please send them into otdmpod at gmail.com. Okay.
0: Don't forget to put in your description for the email. Car crash. Car crash. Car crash.
1: Okay. So my first car crash, I was with my friend, Sarah Parker. love Sarah. Hi, Sarah. If she listens, I doubt she does. Anyway, her and I were like best buds in high school. And it's funny because she used to give me free neck massages. After like free as if you pay a friend. But she was like, I want to become a massage therapist. Tell me. She did. She did. I was just going to say, because she we played softball together. I was first base. She was this catcher. Love, Sarah. Anyway, she was in my car and I had just driven through the car wash and I was over like pulling out and then going to turn left to go back home. So the car, the only drive through car wash, there isn't one in my local town that I grew up But There's the one in the town over. And so I was like 10 minutes from home or whatever. And we were going to head back, get some ice cream from the local farm stand, and we were going to go home. And so I pulled out and then I was going to turn left to head back toward my town. And I didn't yield. Like the light turned green and I yeah, went. Yeah, yeah, and it was a slow motion accident because both cars were just starting, you know, and you're going like five miles. And you hit the brakes. So it was like bunk. And then my car had no damage. And then her car had like a dent. And so I think we paid them like eight hundred dollars to like get her dent pulled out. Hush but money. it was a <laughs> it was a girl I went to high school with and she didn't want it going through her insurance. I don't know if she had insurance. Who knows? But my dad came down and he was like, we'll figure it out and took information, you know, live in a small town. He's like, you guys live out this way? And they were like, yeah. Oh, you live out? Oh, yeah, you're friends with so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. You know my cousin, uncle, sister's mother, brother. And we we're like, yes. And that's how small town stuff is done. But Sarah never cusses, super Christian religious person, because if you didn't know, that's how I grew up. And I was in my little Honda LXI, 1989. It that's was a good like car. silver blue with a stripe down the side and a hatchback. And I had a little hula lady on the on um, like on the dash above the passenger side and Sarah when we hit she threw her arm out to the front she goes shit <laughs> yeah. and she's like don't sell it, tell anybody I said that and I was like it's okay we're under duress <laughs> 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 it was really rough do you remember your first accident I know I've only had one cost you five Hail Marys mm-hmm. I've only had or not one. Hail Marys <laughs> what do you say
0: Yeah, you throw a hail mary. You know when you screw up, you're like, dear Jesus, please don't. (laughs) No, but do you do like five
1: whatevers? What is it you do in catholism? Our
0: fathers. uh, Our fathers. Hail Mary.
1: Oh, you do do hail mary. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hail Mary, full of grace.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. I thought maybe I was when I said it. I was like, wait, is that like with football or sports when you throw a hail mary? Right. But
0: did we finish Christoph's letter? No. Good God, man! I'm so sorry. We're just. I wish you were here. We could. You know, have this Chitty conversation, chat, play, play some, play gui- some board some games, guitar? some guitar,
1: Ooh,
0: although I'm Do you
1: remember re- your first accident.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it was on ice. It was a slow motion thing. I was trying to get to the stop at the stop sign mm. and I, I didn't give my, myself enough time mm. to stop at the stop sign. And so I just on black ice. One slid. of my favorite things and is to I I watch those car.
2: videos
1: in Montreal where people like just have like like five car pileups, the of, epic of, one of that slow with like the, the bus, bus, the then cop, then the cop car, car,
0: the fire truck, the ambulance, the every civic duty vehicle is out as well as every car.
1: They're coming down this hill like an old look like old Montreal.
0: It's just downtown, yeah,
1: and it's very hilly, and then you can see their brakes are like tapping them, you know, as yeah. you're supposed to do. And they're just sliding into There's nothing into you a can do. And I was like, ooh, I, I like to watch this on YouTube. I don't know why. Yeah, Maybe black ice like,
0: is bad news. So you is. really have to be careful driving in, in uh, bad weather.
1: Yeah. My mom <clears> and I <throat> were pulling off an Olympia. This is like years ago. Um... We just wanted to head to the mall because that's like our local mall. And she pulled off of, I want to say it was like the Black Lake exit anyway, which pun intended, Black Lake. So it was very icy and cold. It was like around Christmas or like maybe January, February. Okay. So wintertime. And we don't have crazy weather, you know, like it gets, I mean, last time we went was fucking nuts, but usually you've been there. We've been there for Christmas. It's not, I mean, it's cold, but it's not crazy. But we had ice and it was like black ice everywhere. So we pull off and this exit is like a, you pretty much turn almost like a 180 to go around. And my mom was like, we, she was telling me, cause I was like a new, you know, let say I'm like 16, 17 or in that new driving stage. She was like, you know, sis, we got to go slow. Cause you just don't know where the ice is going to be. You can't tell, like, it doesn't shine like regular ice all the time. You can't tell unless the light hits it right. And just as she says that the car in front of us spins out like crazy. Cause she was not the person. And it was a woman because she spun out and then she was facing us and her face was like, like totally shocked. Ah! Mm. And we had been able to stop because my mom was going slow. And then the lady was able to like pull out and go and nobody got hurt. She didn't hit anything. She didn't do it. It was like a miracle. It's like a goddamn miracle. Be careful out there, kids. Okay. Back into it. Sure. Okay. Um, regarding the board game cafes.
0: Oh, Yes. Yes,
1: we have them in Vienna, too. And I must admit, we spend a lot of time there instead of studying. But hey, you blah, 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 blah. Wait, and I must admit, yes. Okay, but hey, you learn for life in a fierce battle at risk or any other of the games.
0: Absolutely true.
1: We really enjoyed going through the stacks of games. Maybe uh, take a quick look at the instructions and finally settle for one. Order a beer, maybe something to eat and get going. I love the idea of the uh, Neut Blanche. Nuit Blanche. Nuit Blanche. As sometimes you pick a game that really takes hours. And we were never able to finish as the cafe was closing. That is true. It is awesome that they would do that. Um, Though my favorite gaming experience was at a weekend seminar for university when someone brought up the game Junta. Junta. J-U-N-T-A. could be Junta. Junta. I don't know. Is it Spanish? As the name suggests, a corrupt regime of a banana republic.
0: (laughs) I love it. Love it, junta. I, I it fi- is junta. I gotta find. Well, I, hmm, I gotta find this game. Go we on. played
1: that game for two straight days, as I remember. There is no clear end to the game. It's all about alliances, corruption, and betrayal. If it is um to your advantage,
0: sounds like a family gathering.
1: What was know? the seminar about? Oh, no idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Only remembers junta.
2: <laughs>
0: right.
1: That reminds me of the office when uh, Dwight, Dwight asked Jim if he wants to be an alliance, and he was like. Of course I do. Or what's the word? It's not that. It's like, um, absolutely, I, absolutely do. I do. Absolutely, I and do. Absolutely, I do. And Pam
0: says something to the effect in another episode. Mm-hmm. If uh, I learned from Jim a long time ago that if Dwight ever asked you to do something.
1: You always, you always reply, absolutely. absolutely, I do. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes in the kitchen when they're eating that Italian sub. And he's like, if they're talking and he's from accounting and he's from uh, sales... And then Dwight's like Alliance and Jim's like, I'll go in and find out. And he's like, their bread is very good. Like they're just talking
0: about the sandwich. The guy who plays Kevin Malone on that show has a podcast. And uh, Brian
1: Barenbaal? Yeah. or Bomb no, Baumgartner. <laughs> I always say that.
0: Brian Barenbaum, our buddy. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Brian.
1: Cause I associate that yeah. name.
0: Uh, he, but his, his podcast is all behind the scenes and <clears throat> uh Some of the stuff, some of the material he's been covering on his podcast is excellent if you're an office Or the office
1: ladies. They're fun too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Back into Christoph's letter. (laughs) Sure. Okay. But we'll have to get that game. We could probably find it on um, Amazon. Junta. Right. J-U-N-T-A. Okay. And then there's a question of timing when you are born. I had a time when I was not allowed to be born. (laughs) Did anybody let you know when you were in utero? This all comes down to the first manned moon landing. Oh, yeah. Okay. In 1969, which happened on July 20th. I was due around this time, but my mom insisted that she wanted to watch it live on TV. I cannot blame her. It must have been really exciting.
0: <laughs> Priorities, you know.
1: <laughs> so I was a good child and I waited another six days. Good man. Until the crew of Apollo 11 was safely back on Earth. It happens. Allegedly. Allegedly. It happens that I'm only a few hours older than my cousin, and this is the tale of another funny family story. My uncle was a Catholic priest. And as you know,
0: testicles, testicles, wallet, watch. Let's go. If if you're just listening, I just made the sign Mm -hmm. of the cross. We just
1: made the little cross. My grandfather
0: used to say that when I was a kid, and it made me laugh every time. And he, he wasn't one to tell a lot of jokes, but before he'd leave the house,
1: spectacles he, testicles wallet and watch as if you leave your that. testicles he wasn't
0: religious either that was the funny part he's just
1: but you're the only person it's funny because you've said that since i've known you and so i pick it up sometimes when people say jokes <laughs> and like, now
0: you say it and people are like that katie is sassy
1: <laughs> that's always what i hope to come across as <laughs> sassy okay my uncle's a Catholic priest. And as you know, they have to live in celibacy, no wives, no kids. He had allegedly, baby. I know. So they say, which I also think is just like so antiquated and stupid. Why can't a, a priest?
0: I know you fuck have somebody? a very, very strong urge. You can't do it though.
1: Yeah. Like, you have a natural, it's,
0: it's not like you're giving up. I don't human know. Urge. Drinking uh, milk. Like, Oh, I don't you could probably don't do it. Milk. Yeah. yeah. And this is like your biology, you know, millions of years of biology that's and why
1: christianity when they came to the states is like the pastors always have wives and whatever
0: oh well or if yeah. you're
1: mormon they can have multiples i'm just kidding i know we have mormon viewers i don't mean any it's just a joke it's just a joke
0: well there are some uh there are some like options of, yeah like uh, Je- uh jeffers or whatever his name was nobody knows they're in like kingman arizona they were
1: I think those are just, it's funny. They were offshoots of like yeah, an old
0: uh, flavor of Mormonism, which that so. doesn't, is not practiced. No. Polygamy well, is not a Mormon. It's not
1: that it's not practiced they went through, because some people do practice it. Cause there was that like reality TV show. Yeah. Blah, but they
0: blah. went through reformation. That that's just like most a weird branch. Most people of, are
1: not that. It'd be like saying all. Most
0: people don't have.
1: Multiple wives. Um, but excuse me. I, I mean, I, I have a
0: hard enough time with one wife. I gotta be honest. I how dare you I don't take, know when to take out the laundry. I don't know. You know, like. I can't imagine having. That's your
1: own issue. He does his own laundry. <laughs> um, no, but what I was going to say. I wouldn't
0: want more than one wi I found the perfect one. Oh. So. I
1: try to repair that. I see
0: that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, he fumbles the ball. He catches the ball. He's running <laughs> up here. Oh, he trips over his own feet. Oh, his foot's in his mouth now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Will he recover? <laughs> no, what I was
1: going to say is that um, just like I was going to compare the like polygamy f- part of of Mormonism to the Pentecostal snake stuff. Right. It's like you have some weird offshoots of fucking nincompoopery where that shit happens. But by and large, it's not the deal. Exactly. But Most... I was just i was just making a joke. I like i, I, I yoke around It's all yokes here. I okay. know.
0: And nowadays, you get held accountable for everything. You, you tell one <sighs> little joke and
1: I'm honestly over it. I've decided that yeah. if someone tries to cancel me, I just completely ignore them altogether and just keep doing what I want to do because mm-hmm. I give no fucks. And I get so annoyed with this cancel culture of bullshit where it's like hey you can you can not like something that someone i don't like a lot of comedy content creation and i guess what i don't follow
0: it i just choose not to uh, choose
1: not to choose not to be offended by idiocracy exactly okay look back again back into Christoph's (laughs) (laughs) letters.
0: we'll get there buddy we're
1: (laughs) okay so they live in celibacy no wives no kids he had had his parish church outside of vienna and it came that my mom and my aunt um both very pregnant, came to visit him at the same time. So there he was, Reverend S., with two pregnant women with the same family name. Must have caused some confusion for the conservative folks in the countryside. <laughs> looks like there is two, like two wives. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is really funny. You guys
0: notice the priest has two ladies in there. Uh,
1: also, I'm not going to lie. I watch a lot of Midsummer Murder, and I'm, there are many instances when the vicar is the one that did it, so...
0: A lot of vicars and tutus, you know,
1: trouble, trouble in the vicar land. Okay. And from my own experience, I can tell how important it is that mothers can stay a few days in the hospital after the child is born. Yeah. We talked about that, how they have to like get, get the fuck out of there. My daughter was late. And after a week, her doctor told my girlfriend to stay at the hospital where he also worked. It took another few days until she was in labor, but my daughter did not want to be born naturally. So in the middle of the night, they decided for a C-section that happens a lot, especially if you can't be induced. Why not a
0: B-section? Or an E-section. Why did they always got to, you know.
1: You have to look it up. Why do they call it a C-section? I don't even know. Because it has to do with the, the like, not biology, but something like that. Um, it, There's a reason. Why is it called? Is it
0: shaped like the letter
1: C? I don't think so.
0: Maybe it's just short Okay, a cesarean for section. Cesare- oh, there we go. Cesarean. But, no, but no, I, was, that makes I knew sense.
1: that, but I'm just waiting Doctors, to see. Old
0: Dr. Cesarean, you know, that guy. I should have known this. Oh, my God.
1: Um, but I wanted to find out, like, see, I know Caesarean. Caesarean section is created as being named after the great Julius Caesar. Julius
0: Caesar. The crown.
1: Why are you just repeating things that I just told you as if you know them? And why are you saying the crown? As if that tells you anything.
0: He crowned himself. I don't know.
1: Oh, Okay. While the exact timeline is debatable. The University of Washington, Ho-Hoo Huskies, reports that some believe Caesar was the first one to be born via C-section. Oh, oh so Caesar, C-section. The name is actually derived from the Latin word sedere, which means to cut. Ah. So that's where it comes from. It's not fucking Caesar. He just wants to take all the ownership because he's an egomaniac. Okay.
0: What Are an he- interesting person he would have been to to meet. I mean, if you were on good terms, not if you're on the other side of the fence, you know.
1: But. Okay. On Back into this?
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely. Okay.
1: As my girlfriend is overweight and is not the easiest procedure, it was not the easiest procedure, and her doc said she has to stay in the hospital at least another week. Ooh. The good thing was, although in this hospital you could have your baby with you twenty four seven. Oh, that's nice because attachment very important. Why are they dancing again? When my girlfriend was exhausted at night, the nurse would take our daughter to the nursery so that she could get some rest. That's the beautiful thing. They talk about they have that in the office too. When Jim and Pam have uh, their first baby.
0: Oh, they did the switcheroo. Oh, the accidental
1: scene. switcheroo
0: breastfed the wrong baby oops a daisy (laughs) look it's latching on (laughs) i mean no harm no foul right (laughs) milk's milk you know i drink it from a cow's teat i don't know oopsie uh... poopsie
1: (laughs) (laughs) um and we could get used to the new situation of having a child and could tell our dogs (laughs) that there would be a human puppy coming soon you have to prepare them they say that if you are pregnant and you have an animal like a dog at home that you're supposed to bring like Swaddle the baby in the thing and then bring it back so that they get used to it. But usually, I'd read and I'd, I couldn't cite the research because fuck knows if I can find it. But that because it would like let's say it was we had a baby, it would smell like me still for a bit. So they would be able they'd be like, "Mom, is that you? Oh, it's a little you, weird." And they wouldn't hurt it. But everybody I've ever nannied for, the dogs are like super protective. They like oh, lay yeah. under the crib and stuff.
0: Dogs like are them. amazing creatures. <laughs>
1: I can't wait to get one. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. The end is nigh. I'm so excited. Okay. And the day she came home, a friend took the dogs for a long walk. So they were tired and not too excited to see my girlfriend again. And it turned out great with the baby. Yes. The old male looked at our daughter. Then you could see how he thought, oh, no, not another puppy. And our German shepherd adored her from the first moment. He would be her friend for the rest of his life. And today my daughter's almost 22. And we have the next generation of dogs. And she considers them her siblings, which is great. I love it. So this has been a long letter again, that as I wrote last week, some topics are full of stories and they never get boring. Sending all my best and Weiderschen or as... We, Aufwiderschen. Oh, is that, that's what it is. It looks like afwiderschen. Aufwiderschen. No,
0: potato, potato, no Auf potato. Aufwiderschen.
1: Or as we say, as more likely say in Vienna, servus. Sir, servus? So.
0: Servus? Servus. I don't know. I you tell us, Christoph, we
1: fucked it up. Yeah
0: my uh my German is pretty uh rusty <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God, a
0: <laughs> finger Poker Johannes yeah. <laughs> I
1: just know Ansfart and Osphat um <laughs> no, but when we went to Germany and we talked about this, like it's the only place that my rudimentary spanish and sean's french
0: lack of any we were just like uh,
1: like remember that place outside the hotel um where we were getting breakfast all the time. It was a cool place that had like live music at night. Oh and stuff, yeah, remember? And I was like, I think that means Sibarro's.
2: eggs.
1: Want a classic slice of pizza? No, it was like they did like eggs and toast, and all I wanted was eggs and toast. And but like making sure they're over easy, and not scrambled. Where are you talking? about? Remember when we went to Amsterdam? Oh, I'm talking about Zurich.
0: Oh, because German. Yeah, I was. I was saying no. Uh, it's high German, but you, are, I thought you were thinking of uh, omelette.
1: Oh, omelette. And
0: Amsterdam mm. was delicious.
1: But that that's not German.
0: Uh, it's uh, no. a form of uh, German.
1: Uh, as Maureen said, it's dirty German, which is very true. It kind of sounds that mau way. Mau, Oh, mau, mau. It sounds kind of like that. When she said that to me, I was like, oh, my God, because it is almost. It's, like, it's a
0: Germanic language. Mixed yeah, it's, with, uh,
1: it's almost like Quebecois to French in a way where you're just I mean, it's not the same. Quebecois is like a shortened version. But when she said dirty German, you don't agree with my it's it's very mumble marble mouth. It's hard to understand Quebecois, like yeah, like it's real Quebecois.
0: Uh, a different fork in the language. The language got forked at one point.
1: <laughs> Somebody got forked, and it. <laughs>
0: and then they moved to Quebec. <laughs> they moved to Quebec. They got forked, and then. Uh, and you know, Joelle was born. Heaven
1: you know? help us. Okay, yeah. let's move into Josh's letter.
0: Yeah, sure. Right. Hey, what's up, Josh? <laughs> Thanks for writing, in, Christophe. I really, actually, yeah. uh, I find the more I hear from people. Like uh, this, it's interesting because it's a reverse parasocial relationship, right?
1: I don't know what that means. I mean, I know parasocial relationship. Yeah. Are. Like, reverse uh, is like so,
0: so do you feel it, like,
1: you know, Christoph?
0: Yeah. So, so a parasocial relationship, as far as I understand, or Graham I could be wrong is uh, let's say I watch TV and I love uh, a TV show, but there's a barrier between you and the television show. To the point where, like, I have no way of getting in touch with the actors on the TV show. Maybe in the past I would have to write in a letter. It would go to the manager. Maybe I'd get a signed photo. But there was no real communication.
1: Oh, yeah. Remember the good old days when they'd send you signed photos? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You'd one join of my a friends, fan club or something. One of
1: my friends was a huge fan of the Zig. I think it's Ziggy cartoon. Yeah. And they wrote in to him. And he wrote back, or somebody wrote back, and made, like, a teeny little cartoon. And he, like, framed that. Like, my friend in high school, he's so stoked about it. Like framed it, kept it. I mean, I don't know if he kept it now, but like, it was like.
0: Yeah, oh, you'd get something from to me. from the, the people, you know.
1: Because he wanted to be a cartoonist. For
0: stuff. sure. You fast forward uh, to social media where celebrities, let's say. I remember going back to MySpace. Someone mm-hmm. told me, they're like, Madonna followed me on MySpace. Mm-hmm. And I was like.
1: <laughs> people still do that on Twitter where they're like. Oh. Oh you know, that's God.
0: like a, a bot or a, a manager. Not a bot, but like a social media manager. Right. Not like, uh, anyway. So, mm-hmm. uh, but now sometimes uh, somebody who's like a big TV star will reach, or Elon Musk, let's say, the, the richest man in the world. Oh, the yeah. Some people richest. have been super stoked that he'll, they're he'll like, ma- he
1: replied to my tweet.
0: She, you know, we're only one degree of separation from him because of Ben, our, our, our uh, correspondent. Ben.
1: It's true. He was, talked was to tweeted by Elon.
0: He was spoken to by the great Elon through Aww. the Oracle. So Ben, you know, uh, we're, we're one degree of one, separation. One removed. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: Actually, we're like two, because I know Christina and she knows him. Right. Or and no, so, she knows Rogan and Rogan knows him, I guess. That's oh,
0: it. so three degrees of, of Kevin Bacon. Shit. So, I know. <laughs> uh, but so, you know, like when you look at uh, people who put out podcasts or videos or whatnot, mm-hmm. they oftentimes will communicate in the comment section. And then the people who are watching will build this, uh, like, a relationship in their head. Like, oh, I know this person really well. well I we've know had these this for a details. long
1: time, though. Because, like, or maybe it's me and you just now get to be in it. But no, no, I, I, I felt like a long time through growing the channel. Like,
0: Yeah, it's a parasocial imagine. relationship. And Yes, so but it's I a- just
1: feel like I've always been very connected to the community. And then... I get to communicate with them and get to follow along on their stories. But now we also get to follow along in well, their stories. So it's like doublé. It's a double it's
0: parasocial. A doublé parasocial. It's a para para.
1: Para para para. Look at her go. Okay.
0: Yeah. So anyways, that's what I find is that like, uh-huh. uh, now that I'm, I'm, I'm get, or we're getting letters in from people or hearing their voices. I'm like, I'm rather intrigued by who mm-hmm. these people are that are elsewhere, you know, that, that they're our co-hosts. There are co-hosts. Around there you go. The world. Some of you have been uh, season one. Uh, some people are co-hosts now.
1: They're all co-hosts. Okay, like Josh here. He's a co-host. Ah. Are you ready? His subject line you says: "You know, Graham is
0: furiously writing a letter right now, going."
1: No, he's been working on the the next installment of Fifty Shades of A. So he talked about it on Instagram today. Okay,
0: what did he?
1: Yeah. Oh. He tagged you. Get on Instagram, dude. I
0: am so bad at social media.
1: I actually don't really enjoy I don't know if you guys agree with this, but I'm kind of annoyed with Instagram. I don't really enjoy it like I used to. And I've whittled down who I follow and I only engage. I like scroll. I used to just let stories go and watch them all. And now I'm like very particular about what I even want to watch. I know.
0: I can't even get you to look at my stories.
1: I watched your story. <laughs> You don't even engage at all.
0: I was looking at my phone. I was like, is this thing on? I'm like my great grandmother used to watch television, and yell at the TV. It's anyway, true. Uh, grandma's mom used to do that. You don't do that. Well,
1: and you're not that stupid about it. You just don't enjoy it and you wish you didn't have to do it. And then I remind you that we've created an entire business around it. And if I can't get off, you can't get off. So suck it.
0: No, I, I like Put eat. it on
1: the t- I Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. I'm moving into Josh's letter.
0: You what up, any? Josh?
1: bedside manner is a subject line yes remember we talked about this yes hello sean and katie in episode 61 you talked about doctors and bedside manner and i can share a little bit of information about how doctors are currently trained to interact with patients thank you josh this is very helpful i have a part-time job as a standardized patient also known as a simulate didn't we hear about this already but he tells us more
0: okay what is a standardized patient
1: also known as a simulated patient. I think someone referenced this last time. Okay. Anyway, I'll continue. Also known as a simulated patient or medical actor. We role play.
0: <laughs> I'm a medical actor. You may have seen me in such things as uh, hemorrhoid, hemorrhoid, hemorrhoid. Ouch. <laughs> no. Oh,
1: my God. That, um, okay, hold.
0: <laughs> a medical actor.
1: That reminds me of the the friends.
0: Doc, at- is it supposed to look like this?
1: You know. Yeah, that reminds me of the Friends <laughs> episode when Joey's like, Mom, I'm going to be on the buses, and it's like for STDs. Oh, no. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It's like syphilis or something. <laughs> oh, my God, Joey. Okay, so, and I'm wondering if maybe you let me read part of this email before, but it wasn't open, so I'd assume not. I'm not sure why I'd heard standardized patient. Do you guys well, remember? Well,
0: you, you, you do work in a, a paramedical Feel, I, I
1: mean, know. I think it was something to do with this. OK, but anyways, back to Josh's letter. We role play the common and uncommon interactions that doctors and other healthcare care professionals will face when dealing with real patients.
0: Oh, I dig that. That makes sense.
1: Standardized patients or SPs are given a script and coached in how to react to different things that the student is expected to do. For example, I might be playing a 35 year old man who hurt his knee skiing. If the student asks how much it hurts on a scale of one to 10, I'm supposed to say seven. Or if she touches the part of the knee that hurts, but this other part of the knee doesn't, you know, you're supposed to like react. There are two kinds of sessions, teaching and testing. A teaching session has more than one medical student plus an experienced doctor. Students are allowed to pause and ask questions of the doctor and try or retry different approaches and exams.
0: I'd like to be this. This kid- is kind of cool. Yeah, i i'm down with this career choice
1: yeah i also get to give feedback to the student
0: no kidding what
1: such as did they use too much medical jargon amazing i thank you very much because that's like as what i would call i call myself like a mental health educator where i and i live in medical jargon land like just today we filmed a video about the vagus nerve and if i have to look up like what GABA receptors are and how that interacts with our brain and what pathways they're in and why it's important to our mental health like I'm gonna fucking it's it's out of control right and then I take all that and then I come to you and say oh these are GABA receptors and they're pretty much responsible for most of the interactions in your brain and most of the communications that happen in your brain therefore that's why we want them there do you know what I mean I'm like consolidating so that's awesome that he does that for doctors. he's telling them if they're like,
0: you, oh I'd love to grade a doctor and be like, mm, you failed on bedside there, manner, try again. No, yeah. there's
1: um healthgrades.com. You can rate. No, your doctor. but I
0: mean like in the class, you're like you're oh like I wouldn't want to fail somebody, but I I'd like to give people, you know, feedback mm-hmm. like, Hey man, you gotta you gotta warm it up a little. You're you're yeah. too clinical. You
1: yeah, know? it's cold and medical jargon. You know, I don't understand.
0: Cold hands.
1: <laughs> Not warm heart. Okay. Such as, did they use too much medical jargon?
0: Shifty eyes. Were
1: there words or phrases that felt awkward or inconsiderate? Okay. And how well did they show concern and empathy, et cetera? That's awesome.
0: Rolled eyes one too many times. And- or
1: just like, you know how sometimes you'll ask a doctor for something or you'll have like, you need feedback or what about this? And they're like, I get this with our dermatologist all the
2: time because
1: I have this like scary thing on my lip. Okay. And it, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It never used to be there. I don't know what caused it. I had like a, a pimple there years ago and it just never went away. And I picked it once and then left it and didn't do anything. And I said to Dr. Van Dyke, our dermatologist, I was like, yo, I don't like this. What is it? And he got his little like, you know, binoculars, is I call them. But no, it's like little, you know, the little like they're even more intense than glasses. Those little like so you can really zoom in. And he looked at it and he was like, oh, Katie, it's nothing. It's just, it's like a, a little miniature scar. Don't worry about it. And I was like, I'm worried about it. I don't like it. And he was like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And I was like.
0: Uh, he's a little too uh, laissez-faire for, for yeah, your for liking. Yeah, for me. Uh, I don't like it at all. But yeah, uh, he's a nice guy.
1: He's he's a great dermatologist, but that's why I love Dr. Hirsch, that we did like the hormone series, which we need to finish, by the way. But I loved him because he was like, oh, you don't like it? Well, let me tell you what it is. And, you know, and like some things he's like, oh, that's going to cause more harm than good, blah, blah, blah. But then also.
0: I had one question for him. It was like, you know, you meet a scientist and you say, uh, scientist, uh, are there aliens? You know, you you ask that question with Mm -hmm. Dr. Hirsch. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, can you regrow hair?
1: (laughs) Oh, did you ask him? Because he's bald, too. (laughs) I'm pretty sure.
0: He leaned in. He said, buddy. If I knew how to,
1: I'd have it too.
0: <laughs> he goes, everything's a scam. You can't regrow hair.
1: <laughs> well, the follicles are dead.
0: He said they're not dead; they're just not available. That was what he said. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: well, they're non-active. <laughs> no, so they're dead. They're dead. They're not active. Um, but anyway, that's why I love Doctor Hirsch, he's, and even he's a
0: good doctor. I like
1: him. He and uh, Joe tried to help with it, and I am sad we're leaving them, but I'm sure Bridget will have some referrals out in Austin that can help me.
0: Okay, anyway, so back, back to our... to it. Sorry, Josh.
1: So that they don't show concern or empathy. I was just giving my own example of him being like, don't worry about it. I'm like, I'm worried about it. Don't worry about it. I'm like, fix it. Um, okay, a testing session is just the student and the SP, meaning the special, or the not specialized patient, but the standardized patient. The test is watched and graded via camera. I had to do that too as a therapist. We had to film... With the, the, like, actual signed approval of our patients, you had to film, I think, four or six sessions and then have them reviewed by one of your, like, professors. And that was very stressful. Mm. Okay. Um, the students only get one chance. I feel bad when I know they do something wrong, but I can't say anything. I would kill me, too. Because you're like, dude, just, like, ask about, ask about the knee. You haven't. As <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're like, don't fuck it up. We got this. SPs first began use in the 1960s, oh, though well. it wasn't until early 2000s that medical schools were required to use them for testing.
0: I, spoke- I think it's a really good idea. I had no idea. This, you know, all joking aside, I, had I no didn't idea either.
1: It's all new. I spoke to one of the training doctors in her 40s. And when she was in medical school, they would only see SPs once or twice a semester.
0: You so, know what? I wish that the post office would adopt this practice. like Right.
1: Standardized, <laughs> uh, not mail. patient, but standardized customer an SC. Right. And randomly put some mail. See if you can fucking deliver it because you can't. Okay. And then, so she said they'd only see SPs. So she's in her 40s. So she would only see SPs once or twice a semester. And students today are interacting with SPs almost every week. So at least they're improving that. That's awesome. I think it's pretty cool that the newest generation of doctors are going to be better at seeing patients as people um not symptoms and treatments. Thank you Josh, that was really helpful. I appreciate it. And it's cool that that's a job also.
0: Good insight, good insight.
1: We have another very exciting email are you ready?
0: <clears throat> well, Josh, I appreciate the uh the 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 insight into this. Um mm-hmm. I, my mind is uh swirling a little bit uh with the ramifications of this though. You
1: know how? What? Well, what do you mean? Ramification?
0: I just, I think that uh, the medical profession is ahead of the curve. I think that every profession should be doing this.
1: Well, a lot. Okay, so it's not just that. So we have to record ourselves in session. I'm sure it's even more intensive now as a therapist. But there are like HIPAA. There's like privacy, confidentiality in place when it comes to any kind of health thing. However, when it comes to other companies, like when I used to work at Jamba Juice, I know sounds silly, but we had uh like the other j and j but you have fake customers that would come in you just didn't know when they'd come in and then you'd get ratings back in the like oh that's
0: true i guess like secret shoppers
1: there's tons of secret shoppers so it's not just this but i think it's very important when it comes to our health and our medical field as a whole yep so yes okay this is a very important email business opportunity with sltl medical india Go on. From Vankatesh Madki.
0: Hello, Vankatesh. Dear sir
1: slash madam, greetings from SLTL Medical. (laughs) All (laughs) caps with exclamation points. So loud. So loud. He knows how to make an intro. The SLTL Medical are an ISO 901-2015 and ISO 13485-2016 certified company.
0: Legit. Totally legit. Legit skis.
1: Engaged in manufacturing of cardiac intervention products, namely drug elutin with a T E L U T I N. Stop right there, buddy. Stents.
0: I'm gonna buy a batch of them. Give me right five thousand. Yeah.
1: And my favorite word ever is in here. Vector. Vector and vector. NC. Low profile, fully laser infused PTCA balloon catheter to offer smooth oh, lesion crossing. Oh, you lost me a catheter. And uniform nope, inflation. Nope, nope,
0: nope. Next. Okay, next. Done.
1: Next. Thanks, Vin Katesh Madke.
0: Vin Kitesh, you had me until catheter, buddy. Okay.
1: We have a speak pipe. Yeah. Just to cleanse our palate after that very uh, hardcore email.
0: If you're wondering what yeah, uh, a speak pipe is.
1: It's a, it's like a voice memo that you send to us and the link is in the description.
0: So you that can send us is. like a
1: voicemail. And this is from Christy.
0: Oh, Finkitesh has uh, right, uh, sent us a speak wipe? No,
1: Finkitesh. Finkitesh. sent us a lot can of things. Can you imagine? Oh my that, God.
0: I'd, I'd actually buy it from him if he sent in a speak pipe. Hey, he's like, that, hey.
1: That's some commitment.
0: We are ISO.
1: Also, I'm pretty sure it's fucking expensive. It was like medical devices from India is what that was. Okay. Here's Christy.
3: Hi, Katie. Hi, Sean. This is Christy, your Northeast Florida correspondent. Whoop, whoop. I just wanted to say thanks for your Saturday um, podcast. It's really fun. It's like hanging out with two friends. Um, you guys just talk about everything. Who's the and, better friend, her or me. and it's really funny. And it's just nice uh, since the pandemic you know, since we all had to stay home. I mean, restaurants are open now and everything. I think like 50% capacity too. and everybody's getting their vaccines and everything, but it's super fun to hang out with you guys. I bet you're awesome friends. Thanks. And keep up the good work. Bye. Thanks, Christy. Thank
1: that you was very that sweet. We hear a little, that a lot that we're like, the people like to just hang out with us.
0: It's a little motivation uh, to hear things like that when people say that we're We've been good company. My fear is that this uh, this pandemic goes away, and then our audience also finds (laughs) out. People
1: are like, like, "I got other shit to do."
0: (laughs) (laughs) I used to hang out with them, but you know the pandemic's over, so I can do more fun things. And
1: they're just so boring. We're ready for the next letter. Okay, we have a letter from Brenda, and the uh, subject line says, "Don't take TV evangelists literally."
0: (laughs) Oh no, I don't. You know what? They're so cookie. I lived. It was so interesting From the land down under, uh-huh. I lived in the land down under down under Canada, there are TV evangelists and uh, when I moved to there's the United States everywhere
1: TV evangelists
0: yeah, but there's a they're really good here like this is yeah, they're good really TV
1: there snake oil salesmen here are very
0: good I'm not going to uh, super persuasive. malign anyone, but there's a certain uh, television evangelist. His name is uh, Fenny Bing. Uh anyways, he's uh I don't know
1: any of what you're talking about, oh, so I know you're probably I'm, making a joke I'm like Well
0: I'm I'm not using ba- his real name, like but barely I'm barely masking guess it. It's like
1: his name is Marnold F- exactly. like mm,
0: It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> so this dude, I've run into him uh mm-hmm. several times, and what an odd man. He lived in the same area that I lived in when I first moved into Orange County.
1: Like and, in Laguna Niguel or something?
0: No, but his Weird. uh his church uh, was actually a television studio, and it was just up the road. So in he didn't Georgetown. have any
1: real parishioners that would like come into his actual church. It was no, just a studio where he filmed his.
0: He had bodyguards, fast cars, and uh, a lot of. Uh, so he he's a, a Christian man, blah blah, blah preaching his life and everything, and uh, but he's
1: uh, not Christian.
0: Well. I- I mean, he's a Christian with fast cars and a lot of like, uh, Cocaine? sexy people around, mm. you know, a lot of sexy sex, mm. you know, people around. And I was like, that's weird. It's what is this? You know?
2: I,
1: I mean, in the Christian faith, it's not like, I, I mean, it's I don't not know.
0: verboten to you're have not, like, well,
1: you're not supposed to have sex out of wedlock from my understanding of how I was raised, but it's not like Catholicism where you're like, you want to be a priest? Suck it up, buttercup. Nothing for you. No, nothing. Right. right. Um, so technically there could be someone you know around
0: but usually it's like honestly it just looked like a pyramid scheme it looked like it probably uh, was yeah it it was pretty interesting uh i did not you know have much interest in it somebody that i knew uh who was a bouncer at a local pub that person had pursued being a, a bodyguard oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, anyways, he pursued
0: being a uh, a bodyguard for uh, this this person, and he said it was very strange. Some of the stuff that was going on.
1: That's weird. Okay, so let's get into Brenda's letter. She says, "Hi, I couldn't resist telling you this story about my four year old self." On Saturday's TV preacher Oral Roberts had a show televised, and for some reason,
0: Oral Roberts actually is his name. No, no,
1: Oral. Oh, yeah. Oral Roberts had a show televised. And for some reason, I liked watching it when I was four years old or so. This one particular sermon, Oral Roberts told us that if you fall, the angels will catch you. I was fascinated by the topic of angels and was riveted. And I took this quite literally. (laughs) I decided to test the theory and fell backwards on purpose off of our three foot high front porch to see the angels.
0: That dude's a goddamn angel oil salesman
1: also like even if you're super religious like if i try to pretend to be in religion mind like if you fall it's not that the angels will catch you but they'll like help you back up like that's a better way to put it is like because i always saw and even now still see church as just like a mechanism for support and community
0: yeah it's not like you can do a trust uh test no. you know like oh it's like that <laughs> Lift you up.
1: Talk about the old adage where it's like uh, the guys in the boat and this guy comes up in the speedboat and was like, hey, buddy, jump in. And he's like, no, no, no. God's going to save me. And then like this raft floats by with people. And they're like, hey, come, we're heading to the coast. And he's like, no, no, no. God's going to save me. And there's like all these instances. And
0: then the guy drowns. And then he drowns. He goes up to the pearly gates and, and he's God's- talking to God. He's like, hey, God, why didn't you save me? He's like, buddy, I, I sent, sent you the speedboat, the raft.
1: Yeah. The fucking everything. Can't help stupid. Yeah. Can't.
0: However, in this case, this is a four-year-old.
1: No, she's four so, years old.
0: You know, you're, you are you trust this the isn't TV her, voices. This
1: is the TV voice that I'm mad at.
0: Oh, no, I know. I'm saying, like, oh, you can't, I was like, you know, that when you're four years old, like.
1: That's know. why you got to be careful what you say. Me? Stupid Oral Roberts. Oh. No. I decided to test the theory, fell backward. Um, I remember how stupid I felt as my back came down on a metal pan that we used for the dog dish. I learned why preachers should be not. Uh, should not be taken literally. And I ended up with a bruised kidney while unfortunate. It did teach me an important lesson about metaphors. Of course, I never told anyone about this until now. Thank you for your podcast. Keep it up. Brenda K. Thanks, Brenda K. Um, Funny story. So back when I was, I don't know, eight or so, I loved swinging around the bars at the like playground. Yes. I don't even know what you'd call them. They're not, it's almost like in gymnastics where they have like the uneven bars and then the parallel bars. But this was just like one monkey bar. Monkey bars. Yeah, monkey bars. Good, good, good. So I would put like one leg, like you'd put one leg over and the bar would be in the crook like right below your knee. Yep. And the other leg is like kind of free, but not because it's like connected to your hips. You were
0: uh, a child practicing freestyle, freeform gymnastics. Because then
1: I would fly forward and spin around. And my hands would be on the bar and my leg would hold me to. And I would spin. And then you do two legs, which was harder. And then another leg. And I remember then. I had been playing on the playground all day and my mom was like, we got to go home and yada, yada, yada. So I go home and have dinner. And then I go back to my bed in my bedroom, which had, it was like a canopy bed and it had, <laughs> it had on the back of it like a, yeah a wooden dowel. And I was like, I'm going to fucking spin around that. And I like leaned down. I was like, I can fit through that. I can, I can do it. Nope. Gave my, I, when I, it happened, Brenda, I feel you because I, as soon as I swung forward, I was like, oh no, I'm going to break my nose. And it whacked me here. Kabunk. Oh shit. I didn't break my nose, but I got a bloody nose. And my mom was like, essentially, I don't think this is what she said at all, but in my mind, she said like, what the hell were you doing? And I was like, I was practicing on my, my bars. And I was, and so then my dad built in the backyard Outside of uh, my brother and I's old playhouse, some bars for me. And so Ah, I played out there. Good man. But man, do those get cold in wintertime.
0: One of my favorite stories about my mom (laughs) is that she, when she was like, I don't know, five years old or Mm -hmm. six years old, she uh, was watching figure skating on television. Oh, I've heard
1: this story. She's told me like a zillion times. She she, broke the the table. She
0: she, uh, put her uh, skates on and got onto the the coffee table or the the glass table table and she she danced you know her
2: to to her to to the
0: television she was like doing all the spin moves and you know her mom came and was like oh my god you she had ice skates on a glass table you know because they're like cutting into it but but as as, as a kid it was like what what an amazing visual you know like a kid in ice skates yeah and, and that's how powerful figure skating is. I, I don't like it when people put figure skating down. I like the fact that like it can inspire kids to one day you could also be a figure skater. There's
1: that. Uh, I never
0: became a figure skater, by the way. I was never, I didn't have the. the
1: but there's the that movie something. Is it the cutting edge where it's like. Blades a of Glory. F- no, 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 no. It's a figure skater and a hockey player. Do you remember?
0: Oh, uh, Elvis Stoico and. Uh, no,
1: Nope, hmm. Nope. it's called Youngblood the cutting
2: edge
1: <gasps> <laughs> two for us and one for google anyway the cutting edge was great because it was a hockey player and a figure skater and he was like all brawn and she was all f- flair oh, yeah. it's very it's a very good film nice. i highly recommend but um but that is a cute visual and it, it's It's times like that because your mom is so much older than us that like there was no video for things, you know?
0: Well, yeah, 20 years makes a difference or 20 something years makes a difference with like Mm -hmm. technology. Nowadays, every moment is captured. Yeah. You know, so you see everything from but but to oral history there is something about it where someone passes down a story and you're like oh, i can
1: you visualize i've it. got my
0: own version in my it's head It's like reading you know? a book yeah
1: you know yeah my daughter is from a book I don't um i have a, a there's a video and i don't know if my mom still has this if i can find it you guys i will share it with you and i'll have to ask her but uh there's a video of me singing along to like country music awards and it's, yeah
0: yeah you've told me about
1: yeah and it's like me singing to don't ask her on a straight tequila night, but I don't know what that means, so I say straight to kill the night. Mm-hmm. A, can...
0: mondegreen. It's a mondegreen, a, ch- a childish mondegreen.
1: Okay, moving on. Yeah. This says this is subject line is first email from Romania.
0: Romania. Well, we were just talking about uh, mm-hmm. things. Uh, no, we weren't talking about anything. About we weren't Romania. talking about
1: it was that was <laughs> that was last week when we talked about Albania. That's right. Albania. I'm Albania. I'm
0: fascinated by Romania. I uh, Why? How so? Well, uh, so being from Montreal, uh, the 1976 Olympics, mm-hmm. uh, there's a young girl who wowed the world. And she scored I remember. the first person ever to score perfect, perfect tens, tens in gymnastics. Going back to your story, where it's so weird how... Uh, we talk about one thing and then all of a sudden something else pops up and, uh, but Nadia Comaneci, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's how you say her name. Uh, she was coached by Bella Caroli. I don't know. Um, anyways, and, and she, she, she executed the perfect 10 in, in gymnastics mm-hmm. and it'd never been seen before, but she did it at the Montreal Olympics and it was really amazing. And. You grew up with this story. Now I I was only one year or one years old at the time, uh, but my whole childhood not that it was shadowed by her, you know. <laughs>
2: what are not you? Not that a I'm angry gymnast? at her. Jesus yeah. Christ!
0: <laughs> but you know, Romania mm-hmm. was like, oh, they were on the scene as this, this powerhouse in gymnastics, and I don't care who you are, or what you're into, uh, but gymnastics we can all agree that holy shit, the feats of athleticism that happened in gymnastics, you look at it and you're like, this is amazing.
1: Like Simone Biles is fucking crazy now. and if you She's watch good. Her-
0: she's good. I mean, she's not great. You know what's great is Shaq doing rhythmic gymnastics. Okay, with his I'm moving on. Yep. Okay, says- Romania.
1: <laughs> Romania. It says, hello, Sean and Katie. Greetings from Romania. Or if you prefer a good day, then Buna Zua. Buna z z Buna.
0: Buna Zua. Buna Zua. Buna Zua. 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 But, you know, Buno or Buno. Or Bono. Buna. Buna or, oh, Buna. Or
1: Buna. Yeah, that's good. Ziwa?
0: I guess that's day.
1: Buna Ziwa. Good day what I too, would say. too. My name is Catalan. Or is it? Yeah. Caitlin? No, no, no. Catalan.
0: Catalan. Okay. Catalan. Maybe it's a version of like Catherine. Could be. Or Catalonia.
1: Or maybe it's just Catalan. Yeah. <laughs> this is my first and hopefully not my last email. I hope we didn't butcher your Did language we scare and your you name. Away? Please don't be scared. We're very friendly. Unfortunately, it will probably be a long one because I've been listening to the podcast for so long. I've jotted down so many things I want to add. Oh, awesome. So buckle up. Let's do this. I'm in the middle of listening to OTDM pod number 62 and had to pause and put in my two cents. Related to podcast number 62 and writing to your representative, it would be a more effective Um, If our representatives could actually read, but hey, to get rid of Daylight Savings, wouldn't it be more influential and sound more badass if we would name our little group the OTDM Legion instead of the Army?
0: First of all, how is your English so good?
1: Uh, It's amazing. Uh, Also to understand, like, buckle up. Maybe
0: English is your first language. Uh, Put
1: in my two cents. I'm always impressed with, like, colloquialisms.
0: I don't even know what that means, but I know that it means something. (laughs)
1: Colloquialisms? It's like a slang. We're like... Common language that's not like, you know, it's using common words, but in a way that's not normal. I don't know what exactly the definition of colloquialism is. She probably
0: knows. She's probably like, you morons.
1: Okay. So I think it's fine to call him the OTDM Legion. I'm fine with that. I dig it. Hey, how about that? A scrappy little upstart like me already trying to rattle the establishment hierarchy with opinions that don't matter. Smiley face. Well, it looks like
0: we were handing out the franchise today to a Romanian with some gumption.
1: Exactly. She says, talking about silly street names. there's a monument in Romania that is called Drumroll please. Grrr, the granny's Vagina Spring. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's dry. <laughs> uh, there's no water in that creek,
1: spring as in water source. and they have they even have their own Facebook page. So I guess the name is one way to entice or repel tourists. <clears throat> I think I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> she gives the link, so we'll leave it there. You guys will have to forgive me if I bounce all over the place more than a cocked up pinball. Although it occurs to me that I could send multiple emails over multiple weeks, but of fuck it, we'll do it live. So onward to funny religious experiences. In my second year of college, so back around when I was about 20 years old or so, I joined a pilgrimage or... Or so went the official
0: story. Where'd you go in the pilgrimage?
1: <laughs> We're about to learn. The idea was that a bunch of us miscreants found out that we could travel cheaper through Europe, taking advantage of different ecclesial cultural exchanges. And so a group of 30 or so students signed up for a pilgrimage to Brussels. Oh. Beautiful place to go. We booked our own bus and toured a few European cities for two days before reaching our destination and receiving lodging from nice church-going families that volunteered to house us for free.
0: Suckers. Sucker.
1: <laughs> we did have to attend church for 10 Spash to 15.
0: Specials, Tesco's, wall watch. We're good. Thanks for the housing.
1: They did have to attend church for 10 to 15 minutes every morning. Oh, yeah. But for the rest of the day, we were free to do our in own In hopes things. of converting you, you know. Yeah. The- <laughs> or join the activities and visit the church um, and visits that the church had planned. So, you know, there's a couple of things. Of course, considering this was in late December, we did have to attend the New Year's festivities in the church that organized the whole exchange thing. So one might think, oh, my God, so boring. Yeah, right. Well, I have to admit it went a lot better than I expected. The New Year even, evening started with religious service at, oh, okay, it started with a religious service. And then at midnight, we held five to 10 minutes of silence to reflect on the year that passed. However, once that was over, we were free to mingle, have music, food, and drink the non alcohol kind, or so they thought.
0: A party by any other name, right? Or so you they
1: know? thought. Being rowdy, teenagers, young adults, we came prepared. <laughs> Flasks in hand, I am sure. During the long bus ride, we. we Brought bottles of booze. And at the time of the festivities, we were down to only half a bottle of gin.
0: (laughs) I want to hang out with Romanians.
1: I know. Just the other day when we were packing up the office, I found my old flask from like my college days from like Kim and I strapping them to our thighs at formals. And I was like, oh, I got to pack this. You just never know when you need one.
0: That's the sorority you want to hang out with. (laughs) Oh, Stacy, we're slow dancing. Is that a flask
1: you got strapped to your thigh? Yeah. We also were like, get your hands off me.
0: For your, for, only. Only. Okay. <laughs>
2: for your <something>. thighs
1: only. Okay. For your thighs only. That's what your your flask sings to you. <laughs> for you. That's like the best commercial it's a ever.
0: Christian flask. For your thighs, <laughs> thighs only. Are you tired of uh, trying to get drinks if from your the flask bar?
1: Cheating on you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Put this Christian flask on your thigh, and
1: and heaven help us. Okay. Thinking that we might be chastised for bringing alcohol in a church, we bought a bottle of Sprite, or was it Coke? Who knows? Emptied part of it and poured the gin in it so I could dispense alcohol on the down low. That is how our group started calling me Brother Catalan, as (laughs) I would be the keeper of the bottle. (laughs) walk around to absolve their sins and give them alcohol during one such errand one of the priests at the church came over to mingle and i Wait, shared is
0: a, a, a man
1: no i don't i don't know
0: a brother oh, i mean it doesn't matter i'm
1: i don't actually know i don't know,
0: I, I don't know the it doesn't matter
1: it... oh michael it's a guy oh there we go says if it's easier to pronounce you can just call me michael
0: oh well okay right.
1: so brother brother michael brother catalan okay now i lost my place john sorry Okay, um, I just love this so much. Okay, Catalan has to be the keeper of the bottle and walk around to absolve their sins. During one such errand, one of the priests at the church came over to mingle, and I shared with him from my bottle and watched his eyes widen in surprise when he realized that fizzy drink had a stronger kick than he expected.
0: You made a new friend, I guarantee.
1: He smiled thanked me, made some polite conversation, then walked away to mingle with some of the other guests. Of course, this being an international gathering, bringing together Belgians, Polish, Romanian, Ukrainians, and so on. Not everybody was as sly and covert as us. The Ukrainian group pulled up a 10 liter jug of wine, or two and a half gallons for those of you who are metrically challenged, formed a semicircle of chairs around it, invited the other guests to drink with them, Overall, the night went a lot better than expected, with the different groups taking turns showing the others national dances, music, mingling, oh, and fun, generally having a good time.
0: That's fantastic! And that what sounds a wonderful. Fun experience. I, I would love yeah. to see that. See, there are pluses to church, right? Uh, church uh, the is just a sense of community. The social, uh-huh. Yeah, um, without all the the weird stuff that 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 is imposed by some you know power hungry people. Uh, the 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 essence I feel like of that's church the, is that's great. the
1: the small portion
0: yeah uh the fact that you can meet other people that's a place for to 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 interact mm-hmm. to not feel Except alone non-judgmental yeah, these are the plus things i know we've been down on the church
1: well some churches are <laughs> garbage and but, some are good and some people are garbage and some people are good yeah. but if you just get to be you and do the thing you want and people are supportive and loving that's beautiful Beautiful. Thanks, Michael. Or Catalan. Beautiful. I like Catalan. such a pretty name. Okay. Um,
0: I know. I put okay. my own label on, Come, on uh, Michael at the beginning. I was like, Catalan. Is that Catherine? <laughs> <I'm>
1: like, <gasps> He's like, no. Okay. Come to think about it. I'm going back in the story. Yes. So they had a good time. Come to think about it. I believe there's a Russian proverb that kind of applies to us Eastern and Central Europeans. Okay. Quote, the church is near, but the road is icy. The bar is far, but we will walk carefully.
2: <laughs> uh, but I like it. Uh-huh.
0: Hmm. And I, think I really I, think that mm-hmm. I find uh, not comfort, but um, there, there's something like I love living in North America. I really do. Uh, oh, I I'd think love to
1: live in like Italy or France or just somewhere different. Eastern
0: Europe, uh, these um, countries that um, that that like were Estonia. I mean, Looks that's beautiful. one. Of them. Yeah, I,
1: beautiful. was beautiful. I'd love to move to Australia for a while.
0: I I I'd like to good go day, and see. Mate. I, I can't wait till this uh, this pandemic is over and I and know. check it out. But like Eastern Europe specifically, there, everyone that I meet that has traveled from there to here, who who's living in uh, in Southern California, they're all wonderful people. Like the Hungarians, really cool. I had a um, Hungarian
1: roommate my senior year. She made some really good food.
0: Stacy. No. No. It's a popular Hungarian name. Actually
1: I don't even remember her name now, but she invited me to her wedding. Do you ever have get those invites, you guys, where you like you're surprised not that I didn't love her and think she was wonderful, but we weren't that close of friends. And you get an invite and you're like, I think they thought we were like closer than we were, or maybe I'm ridiculous. You know what I mean? Where you're like, wait, her name was Michelle. She was lovely. But like we weren't that close. Yeah. Well, and I was like, I didn't go. Maybe in I'm her a, eyes. I would have gone because we went to my friend from grad school. Where was the wedding though? It was in Minnesota where she's from. Oh, that's And like cool. I was broke. So oh, I couldn't yeah. go.
0: They're just fishing for a bread maker.
1: No, I think it was just like, you know, she invited Liz. She invited me. She invited Catherine. She invited all the people from our suite. From college. But I was just like, oh, I don't think we're as close. Like I, I was surprised by that invite. And I was like, I can't go.
2: Also, that's not how I want to spend my money, even <laughs> though I love you, you know,
0: just send a nice gift, wish them the best and then change your address.
1: <laughs> I think I sent her a gift card. It was like for the <laughs> things that people didn't yeah. get. You.
0: No, it's so, you know, I did that's my nice best, of you. but also
1: I was, you know, sometimes that happens. Okay. And I think I'll sign off here. I know I promised even more stories, but I think it would be better if I sent them in other emails, lest I forget. Hope my stories entertained you and the OTDM audience. They did very much. Thank you for your podcast and providing some semblance of human contact during the quote-unquote virus times.
0: Okay, but when the virus time is over, you're not leaving us, are you? I...
1: <laughs> Sean is having some attachment issues. <laughs> and hope you guys find an affordable house soon. We have.
0: Thanks, Yay! dude. Yeah.
1: I'll go walk the bear now, or as they say, plumba or sol, which means to buzz off. Oh, to go walk the bear.
0: Oh. Um... Plumba I always think it was like fly, like Permba, yeah,
1: urs, pe, plumba? Ur, plumba Ursul,
0: yeah. So Urs is like ursul. universal bear, right? right? Ursa Minor, Ursa Major. What Urse, are you
1: talking about? Urs
0: in French, like it's a bear.
1: I do not minor major.
0: Well, the the constellations, Ursa Minor, Ursa Major. It's a, I don't know. Okay, well, root. Of I language. hear you. So uh, I just don't, I don't have the knowledge. Plumba? Plumba, I always think Plimba
1: like, walk to ooh. walk
0: like limba limber mm. limbs mm-hmm. I, don't know. Mm-hmm. I love i love the root of language so i'm like ooh, <laughs> what do you say in your uh you know
1: i say buzz vernacular. off buzz off lots of love from romania and catalan or if it's easier to pronounce you can just call me michael
0: what's up michael thanks, thanks for michael. joining we have granted you a franchise you now are a romanian representative um the way it works is uh, it's much like a pyramid scheme. We need you to recruit <laughs> seven more friends. And then. We'll uh, be number those one in se-
1: Romania before you know it.
0: Number one Romania. That's our next. We're uh,
1: number one. Yeah. We're number one. Okay.
0: Um, our food is seven coming. friends. And
1: I'm aware of that. Do we have time for two more letters, you think?
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. 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 This is from Carrie. You don't have
0: to ask for my permission. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just along for the ride.
1: Is this is from Carrie. And the, again, subject line. Religion.
0: I think we've hit a nerve. Not hit a nerve, but like I think we're all talking the we're same. We're tapped thing. We, into something. We feel good about mm-hmm. sense of community, I so feel very that's good. a plus when it comes to religion. Sense of community. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people believe there's a higher power, or a sense that maybe we're small and there's something else out I there think there's that there's has not been explained uh, by current science.
1: There's something like reassuring slash comforting about thinking. going
0: up to the spirit in the sky.
1: Spirit in the sky.
0: that's we go, when I. Uh, when I Da. Sean,
1: this just
0: left me hand. Hey, in. Norman Greenbaum is amazing. He's amazing. I love that song. Even as a kid, mm-hmm. I thought like the the crunchiness of the guitar. Da, 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 it's like the 60s amazing song. And usually I don't dig Christian music, but that is a song. I think we can all I mean, agree. there's a lot
1: of quote unquote Christian music that's amazing. Yeah. Like if you grew up like Slipknot. and you don't like amazing. Slipknot
0: is amazing. No. It's all Christian music. Yeah. No. You don't know that.
1: That's not true, and I know you're lying. So don't lie. Okay. Liars go to hell, Sean. H e double hockey.
0: Story. I don't believe in it.
1: Um, I don't mean either. But um, there are amazing songs. Yes. Throughout the years, whether it's like uh, Amazing Grace is a good one. Even Old Rugged Cross Hallelujah. would make people cry. Hallelujah is a beautiful Hallelujah.
0: song. But that goes on forever. I mean, everyone <laughs> says he's a genius. But-
1: I used to love Switchfoot. And I used to love jars of clay. O A R. I didn't want to go Or is it O A R? It's it's or I don't oh, know. Yeah. But my friend Tina, who was a dietitian at the Sort Clinic with me, her brother was a member of that. Hey, and she she told it to me as if I should be impressed to know who they are, and I was like, who? But you know,
0: oh, but good are, for them. Oh, are they?
1: Oh, 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 oh <laughs> so punny. Okay, back into religion. This is from Carrie. Carrie says, when I was in high school, I was placed in a foster home with a woman who attended church that believed that they would know when the rapture was going to happen. And they had a phone tree established to alert all the members and disclose the meeting location.
0: Ninkum poopery.
1: So riddle me this, Carrie, and I'll read the rest because I'm sure you explain this in there, but I just have to say this. If you know when the rapture is going to happen... A, why do you need a fucking phone tree? And B, aren't you gone? Didn't you get quote unquote snatched. raptured and some didn't shit? Jesus snatched. He you? pulled snatched He snatched your ass right out, like that song we were listening to, like. The world is ghetto and I want to leave. Such so a good song. So pick me up. Can you find I'll that? I'll be on 17th or whatever. <laughs> I'm wearing bright shirts so I'm easy to see. It's so I good.
0: love it. If you guys know what Kate's talking, talking about it's brilliant. I stumbled across this. Uh,
1: it's a TikTok song.
0: No, I think she just, she sang it like uh, on Instagram or something. She was just like, yes, man, but it's things taken, are so bad.
1: It's taken hold and oh. it's become a thing.
0: The earth is a ghetto. The earth earth is is a ghetto. ghetto. No, it is ghetto. The earth is
1: ghetto and I want to leave. Yeah. Pick me up. Uh, It's like, I'll be outside. I'm on the corner of 17th. I'll be wearing a bright color. So I'm easy to see. It's so funny. We'll link it down below. Okay. Because it's beautiful. Okay. It is beautiful. So back in a car. (laughs) And they had a meeting location. Just close the meeting location so that Jesus can find us. The church was very cult-like. They had annual quote-unquote.
0: Are you in there? (laughs) No unless you're jesus right what do you yeah it's me jesus it's the devil yeah i tricked you
1: they tricked you bitch they had annual feasts that were uh more like religious conferences usually in popular tourist locations like big cities or locations where theme parks were located well yeah because you got to hook
0: them with the the extras Mm -hmm. you you can't just say we're gonna do a gathering We'll
1: well yeah it's like vidcon they put it next to disneyland exactly Makes sense. Okay, so they were located with cruises and mountain retreats. There was one family who, quote unquote, ran the church. The church did believe in God and the Bible and Sabbath, etc. It just seemed a little extreme as a teenager. And even now looking back at it, I feel uncomfortable about it. (laughs) Understandable. Again,
0: power tripping.
1: People get on power trips. And if the rapture happens, why do you need a phone tree and a meeting place?
0: You can't spell rapture without rap. You know, so what does like, that even mean? There's gonna be a rap that happens, mm, right before, rap battle. Yeah.
1: Mm. No,
0: you got a workshop in this that, rap man. battle. It's Jesus versus the devil. <laughs> Spit bars. Has you're,
1: somebody done that? Maybe probably, probably. wouldn't be monetized. Yeah. Says, I love both of your podcasts, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. Love you too. And I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Um, Oh my God, religion's so weird sometimes. That's shit like that where you're like, oh, that's
2: strange.
0: Yeah, it takes all sorts to make super, the world go round. But I like strange. the fact that you think it's odd too, because that's but a, I also appreciate the fact that... Stacy. Yeah, it's Sally. Guess what? Uh, the my, rapture's happening. What? My, what?
1: my dog is missing, and I'm pretty sure Jesus took him first. <laughs> the rapture's started. He's starting. the purest of man of them all. Your
0: dog right away, because you're crazy.
1: Right? Because he can't, he can't handle you. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have time. Our food is on the way. We have time for one more.
0: Oh, what kind of food is coming? Chinese food. Oh, okay. I do like good Chinese food. This is
1: from Laura. Are you ready? It's called... T- entitled Prince Philip and Pets.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, and before I got into this, though, so actually, I wanted to say that it is, I don't want to make light of the fact that it is cool that we can believe and do whatever the fuck we want to believe and do.
0: Freedom, Freedom. is just another word for Freedom. nothing left to lose.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Carrie. But no, it is, not it is, or no, not I'm, I'm we just not, did I'm not trying to
0: make light of what you're saying, but I think it's wonderful that we can live in a country. And grow going up going
1: to the country for the most part. Eat when you're... a lot of peaches.
0: Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good but stuff. we can we can believe in whatever we want to believe in. We can choose not to believe, which or, is
1: awesome because you should be able to because it's your own belief system. It doesn't affect treat, anybody else.
0: I think you have to treat like beliefs like a buffet. Like, oh, I'll take a little bit from here, mm-hmm. a little bit from there. Ooh, I like a little Buddhism. I like a little. It could be. Anything.
1: Yeah, you don't and, have to like take eat the goods, the whole ribeye.
0: Hopefully, be like,
1: I love Catholicism.
0: You're getting all the, <laughs> you're getting all you're the like, good parts, <laughs> and you're not, you're just leaving the shitty kale that is like the stuff that's like decorative Sean on the buffet. Kale. You leave that shit behind. Like you don't.
1: Well, it's like how do they say, eat the fish, spit out the bones? That's what you're pretty much saying. Take what you want, leave the rest.
0: Very, very uh, well said, Katie.
1: Let's move into Laura's letter. Hello, Laura. Howdy do says, dear Sean and Katie. I am on episode fifty-six. I am expediting you guys to the top of my playlist though. Oh, we greatly appreciate that.
0: Appreciate it. Remember, bring seven friends.
1: <laughs> it's
0: Sean, a Sean also
1: from the Amco. Okay. <clears throat> I love Imogen Heap. Uh she is fucking awesome.
0: She's better than uh oh. that dude from Marvel with all the the glove with all the this, Thanos. Thanos yes, versus Imogen Heap. She'd Image kill him Heap every wins. time. She wins. Yeah. She I've has ne- her own glove, by the I've way. I've
1: never seen her live, though, but I've seen a lot of bands live and met a lot of band members. I know I'm late to the quote unquote meeting famous people. There is no deadline.
2: Mm.
1: Topic. But not all of the bands were or are that famous. Hey, if they're famous to you, they're famous to me. But I could share some of those stories if you like. I would love that very much. I thought I would share my story of meeting Prince Philip. Though, as it's current, my family went to a festival at the local showground. I forget which festival, maybe Truckfest. I'm already excited, intrigued about Truckfest. Tell us more. And my stepmom pointed out to me and my sister and warned us that he was grumpy. I mean he's old. He's dead. Well now he's dead. But it's time he was old and grumpy.
0: He's not grumpy anymore. He's just so rest. he's just resting. Leave leave Grandpapa alone. <laughs>
1: so we decided we would stay away from him he was just walking around the festival with his quote-unquote people and stopping to chat to festival goers though probably for like photo that's of,
0: badass photo ops prince philip was rolling around a festival just hanging
1: mid in midsummer something uh, like that wow no. anyway a bit later me and my sister were just walking around and he walked past at us and smiled and waved and said hello um just to us i think me and my sister were both just really shocked that he spoke to us
0: wait is he, prince philip uh, Queen Elizabeth's husband who just died?
1: Yeah, I believe so. That's Isn't what that... I thought
0: too. Should I, I look it up? I hope I didn't get it wrong. <sighs> Being somebody mad. from uh, the Commonwealth, I should know these things, you know.
1: I mean, who can keep up?
0: <laughs> I only care about who's on the money. Does he have a dollar bill? No. Well.
1: Yeah, no, he passed away. Yeah, he did. You... He passed away.
0: Oh. Uh, okay. Funny story about him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, he went to Australia and mm. they said, uh, you know, we're very strict about who comes into the country and regardless of who you are,
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You have to uh, declare if uh, you know you're a criminal,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, and he said, "Oh, really? I I didn't realize that you weren't allowing those people in anymore."
1: Was <laughs> this a bad joke?
0: Yeah, that was. <laughs> I might have to cut that out. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, let's go back into the letter. Okay, so shocked that he spoke to us at all, and he wasn't grumpy. So let it be known that he wasn't grumpy at all. I don't know why my stepmom thought he was grumpy, but he was really friendly. Just asked if we were having a nice time and carried on walking around. Very nice man, in my opinion.
0: Hmm. I bet you had a one hell of a bespoke suit. Suit collection. Sean loves a bespoke suit. Anything like custom made. I've always been like, I get it from Costco. It's a little boxy. It doesn't really quite fit. No, it's but- more like men's
1: warehouse. Get do yourself a little.
0: Okay. But, you know. you know, like to have someone like tailor things to you. Although
1: Costco has some amazing socks.
0: We're not fishing for a sponsorship from Costco. <laughs> but if you want to send your socks, we will test them.
1: Or if they want to buy my we'll... next book, please inquire <laughs> yeah. below.
0: Right, right. Put or in no. the send your uh, inquiry <laughs> to otdmport at gmail.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lifestyles of the broken podcasting Mod-
1: moderately influential okay <laughs> i thought i'd share my clever pets too i'm excited about this whole letter my dog phoebe i'll attach attach a picture adorable has lots of tricks and we're still working on learning more she's nearly six and still picks things up really easily i did used to call her zoolander though because when i was teaching her to spin she was not a natural turner. she's got the hang of doing it both ways though now not she t- had a preferred way to turn. Yeah. My mom's dog Charlotte does the same. She always likes to turn to her left. And if you try to do the other, she's like, no, no. Okay. She has an Instagram. You guys can follow
2: Oh, what At is it?
1: Lady Phoebe Cavalier. She has an overbite, has to have her teeth cleaned too. What is with that? My mom had to have Charlotte's teeth cleaned because otherwise they get like rotted and they're painful.
0: Well, dogs have not picked up on flossing yet. Flossing only started showing up, I think, in like the 70s or 80s. I don't That's, think. Not,
1: new that's not the thing. With dogs that have like underbites, overbites, their teeth hang out. So it's the air that hits them that causes
0: the. the oh, because the, they don't the, stay moist? Mm hmm.
1: It's a rot. It causes the rot, Sean. Okay. So she has to have her teeth cleaned. My cats. Photos.
0: Uh. Yeah, that cat super, looks serious. Super serious. Captain Bowtie over there.
1: We'll see. My cats don't do much. But Edith <laughs> Cats don't really do much. I mean
0: they're Your working. sister's
1: cat Bond is he kills me.
0: Bond does not do much. <laughs> Bond is just a he, food loving
1: He's food loving. He definitely liked that cat that I shared on TikTok and Instagram where he like hits the bowl like boom boop boom. Bond's da, a deep bump,
0: thinker. Da. I think he's working on a novel or something.
1: Possibly. Yeah. But he likes to uh Give Stella some shit. The golden retriever dog likes to like give her a tough time. And plan the escape. This escape. He wants to get outside no matter what. It I love that
0: about cats that they're like, I think the, the whole time they're pretending to be asleep when they're sleeping. But they, and they're like, they really want one eye open. They're like, mm.
1: but that's the thing about like my mom's cat, Polly, is like if you let them out and they come back in, like it's just better that way. They're supposed to be out.
0: Oh, absolutely. They're supposed it's to just like the... kill things. Yeah. Although but Bond's unfortunately... a
1: little rotund. He needs to, he's he not needs, climbing any trees. He needs to be like, I've seen the cat. Oh, put,
0: a coyote. And he's like, try to climb the tree, but he's not going to get higher than a foot.
1: They put, there's this cat in like a little, uh, harness slash, uh, life vest. Yeah. And he's in water.
0: Yeah. Make up, him swim.
1: Cause he's supposed to like be walking and he's off to the side. So he's found the way to get two of his legs that don't have to walk. And he's meowing his, his feet are going like this. And he's like, Wow. Meow.
0: That's going to be me in Texas. Um, I'm <laughs> no. going to get a little water wings and I'm going to be in the pool and I'm mm. going to, uh, I'm going to lose my, uh, my fluff, I'm my, gonna... uh, my COVID fluff.
1: Everybody's got a little COVID fluff. I don't know, it's That's just... why I like trying on clothes to pack them. I was like, I'll just, I'll just hope for the best. No whammies. Hope yeah. you fit when I get These you there.
0: 32 jeans. I'll fit in you one day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Back into the cats. Is it Her bad cats... when your
0: socks don't fit anymore?
1: Maybe. Her cats don't do much. But Edith, black cat, can open doors. And Posey, the tortoiseshell one, super cute, is handy with her paws. She wakes me up by sitting on me and tapping my face until I acknowledge her. If I doze off again, she'll tap me awake again.
0: Rude. Cats are pretty cool.
1: Rude. No. I don't like to be woken up. Rude.
0: The cat's probably thinking you're rude for falling asleep. I know cats want
1: things on their own times and, you know. Wake up. I haven't seen The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel yet. Oh my God, you're in for a treat. But it's on my watch list. If you love the 50s fashion, I recommend. If you haven't seen that yet, The Bletchley Circle and Call the Midwife. Season 10 of Midsummer Murder has just been released here. Can you watch it in the U.S. yet? We have like, this might be, maybe the seasons are different. We have like to season 21. Is that weird? You saw it just the other day.
0: I don't know how it works. Uh there's like so four
1: or five episodes or maybe six She episodes. says that
0: only season ten has been released? Yeah. Where she, is she?
1: I don't know. If
0: it's in the UK, you're getting screwed because they're releasing like twenty more seasons in the in the US. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. We're
1: gonna have to check this out. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, Tinker, Maybe
0: we're not getting full seasons.
1: Tinkerbite. We're gonna figure it out. Okay. So season ten of Midsummer Murder has been just just been released here. Can you watch it in the US yet? If you love the feel of Midsummer Murder, you should watch Doc Martin, my favorite, next. I will. Thank you so much. Lots of love. Tinkerbite. Oh, such cute, cute kitties. Cute, cutie, cute, cute, cute. <sighs> okay. We have another sales email, but I think it's time to call it. Food is here. It's time for dinner.
0: I know. Sean, you, you do a podcast, you get a, a meal.
1: It's a reward system. Ding, ding, ding.
0: I'm like the cat. Yeah, Pavlovian you know? dog. Pavlovian dog. I'm, I'm Start salivate. It's time. Ring a bell and I'll salivate.
1: So there are two things I believe throughout this episode that I asked you to send otdmpod at gmail.com. One was roommate stories and I forget the other. But send those things in. We would love to hear from you also if you're just catching up. There is oh, uh, no deadline.
0: It was uh, bicycle accidents? No.
1: No, that's from before. Oh. I don't remember what the other one was, but um, there's no timeline. There's no deadline. You can send things in whenever, and I appreciate this.
0: Yeah, they're just suggestions. We enjoy your stories. These
1: suggestions.
0: If you happen to be listening on Apple, uh, feel free to leave a uh, review. Um, you know, if we deserve five stars, that's cool. If we deserve 10 stars, leave that. And- but please
1: just tell a friend. That's actually what I'd ask. Instead of reviews, just tell a friend. Be like, hey, I watch this ridiculous podcast, and I don't think you should download it. Hey, okay. Have a hey, hey.
0: All right, that's it. Have a wonderful weekend. We're out of here. Thank you for listening.
1: Bye. Goodbye. Until next time. Havitazin. Moin. I'm just kidding. Au revoir. (laughs) Bonjour.
0: Au revoir.